Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. 3D6. Down the line. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to 3D6 Down the Line. This is episode 52 of our run through the halls of Ardenbull Mega Dungeon by Richard Barton using the old school essential system by Gavin Norman. I am your referee for the evening. My name is John. And going around the horn, we have. Hi, I'm Mike. I'm playing Breggy Blackhood, the first level dwarf. <laughs> I'm David. I'm playing Rin, the first level elf. Matt would normally be playing Lisbeth, the third level druid, but he is dead to us tonight. Dead. Hi, everybody. I'm Ted, and tonight, as part of the C team, I will be playing the role of the Yost with the most. <laughs> <laughs> Who is a what? Uh, he is a fourth level. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fourth level fighter. Fourth level fighter. Yeah, I'm nice. a talking fighter. Okay, so uh, as you can see from uh, what they've said and what you can see on your screen, we're going to be starting with the C team this time out of our three separate parties that have split since episode 50. Um, so we're starting with C team because C team didn't get to see any action last episode. So we're going to start with them and see where the night takes us. And we'll just uh, cut to other teams as the pacing dictates. So uh, C team catching up with where we left them in episode. That, that was actually the tack on effects is where we left um, uh, C team. Cause that was our one-on-one -on -one with David who, who was heading up that party with Ren. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, definitely go check out that last uh, tack on effects video. It's basically an extra episode of Arden Bull that just focuses on uh, C team in its earliest iteration. So yes, um, it is for C team specifically, it is the third of Jelenios. It is 1120 AM. Um, you have with you currently right now in this moment, you have Rin, Yost and Lyta. You would normally have Elizabeth, but because uh, Matt's not here, he's in the, uh, uh, she is in the NPC cloud. Lyta cannot be played because she is thoroughly insane. Um, <laughs> and she is, a. Uh, you, uh, Why did you, that stop us? <laughs> you have retreated. You have retreated back from the eastern step, uh, from uh, uh, a delve to the south, where you discovered a number of interesting uh, caverns and caves that were somehow actually sort of melded with actual Arcantian construction, as if there was some sort of massive um, uh, catastrophe that had caused levels of the actual built architecture to fall into natural caves or something like that. Couldn't quite figure it out, um, but after. Uh, uh, seeing a number of different leads of, of strange footprints and skulls that were stabbed with darts and all sorts of weird things, corpses on the ground at the bottom of ledges and fungi and stalactites. All of that has been given up temporarily to retreat back to the blue pillar room with a focus on finding an exit. And that, uh, uh, Rin has determined most likely will be to the east. So that is where they are determined to go. Um, as they are standing in the blue pillar room, Rin having told everybody what the dangers are in that room and everything is safe for the nonce. Um, you hear footsteps coming up from the southern staircase, which is where you just retreated back. Oh, actually, you retreated back from the east, but um, 
But yeah, you hear footsteps coming up from the south. Big hi blocky. Hi ho! Hard <laughs> will we go? Indeed. And emerging into the light of the blue pillar room. Uh, is that room lit? I can't even remember now. Um, oh yeah, what's our light source situation here? Da, da, da. It is not lit. So you, I have right now that Lisbeth's lantern is lit at the moment. So I need someone to take Lisbeth's lantern. Um. All right, uh, Yost can do it because he uses a two-handed spear, so he could carry the spear with one hand and the uh, lantern with the other. Okay. How does so, that sound, Rin? I think you're muted, muted Rin. You're muted, which is really Sorry. the best thing that you can do to an elf. Yeah. Oh, back in the character okay. right away. Well, right well, well, little one, unfortunately, when I talk, it goes right <laughs> over your head. Oh! <laughs> yeah. The banter! Um, he says right uh, to you. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry, I was typing away. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, obviously, I have dark vision, and I am happy to scout for us. Um, I just need to the lantern. Us. Does Yost have the lantern? Yost will carry the lantern. Okay, that's fine. So, All right. I like the spear over one shoulder Got and the lantern in his other hand. Yes, so emerging into the lantern light from the southern uh, steps, you see cautiously approaching with weapons drawn a short, stout figure that uh, you do a double take as you're like, no, it can't be. It can't be Gorand because it looks an awful lot like him. And yet it's, it's this person that Mike's about to introduce. Go for it. Hello. Oh, wait. I always said Brother Lothar. <laughs> my name is Breggy Blackhood. I'm here in Ardenville looking for my brother Gorand. He said he's had great success. <laughs> and been making a ton of money. You don't happen to know where I can find my brother, do you? <laughs> <laughs> He's uh no, no, I don't. I haven't seen him. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Was, okay, was, was he the slightly one. more charismatic brother? <laughs> All right. So, uh, what is Breggy wielding? What's he wearing? Breggy is wearing leather. Is carrying a shield and has a sword. Um, and other than that, other than that, a large backpack, he doesn't really have anything that would distinguish him, him, him at all from Gorand. Like they look very similar. Okay. So here's the deal with, uh, Breggy, uh, in addition to the, the reason that, uh, Breggy hooked up with the band of ne'er-do-wells that he did earlier on was to find his brother. Um, uh, but you've got some information, Breggy. Um, you, uh, so Rin in the party, you remember you went South, right? And you, yeah. you, you, you went into that large cavern and there was like ledges and you heard rats squealing and things like that. Right. And then, um, uh, Breggy, you were part of a, uh, a band of adventurers who was led by a magic an Arcantian magic user named Gillen. All right. They were a nasty sort, but they hired you on, brought you along. Um, and they hold themselves up in that cavern to the South. In the southeast, there was a ledge that you managed to all squeeze yourself into and hide out there. And you have actually been ambushing, when you can, merchants and travelers and adventurers who have been making their way through this level uh, somewhere to the west, not too far, uh, not too far for the west. And recently, they actually kidnapped a merchant and his guards um, and uh, put them, they are now prisoners of the band in that little uh, high up layer that they have down to the south. 
in addition to a previous prisoner that they also had in there um, with them as well. And all of this prisoners stuff, you've heard Gillen talking about how they're going to ransom them to the Setite Guild of Slavers. Uh, not ransom them, but to sell them to the, to the Setite uh, Guild of Slavers on this level. And they... Um, Okay. Uh, that was a little bit too much for you, Breggy. And when you saw Rin in the party sort of enter and look around, you're like, they look like a much more reasonable band of folk. And you decided to, to cast your lot with them instead. So you've defected from this band, but you can pinpoint exactly where they are to these people, should you wish. Or should they Ooh. wish to go there. Um, they are... Uh, you could also detail as well, um, Breggy, that they are not to be trifled with. Um, they are much larger than you. Uh, they have Gillen, the magic user... They have a fighter, a thief, a cleric, another fighter, and uh, that's it. Um, But then they've also got these prisoners as well. A wizard, you said? Uh, Yeah, the wizard's the leader. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. thief, a cleric, a fighter, and a wizard. That's a bunch of dudes. Yes. Okay. Five, right? So you you snuck away. Um, You don't know if they're going to care about your your absence, Breggy. Um, or if they're going to uh, swear a vendetta against you or try to hunt you down. But uh, um, you know for um, a fact that they're not that far away. What I'm going to do, John, um, when I like decided to abandon them mm-hmm. is um, I am going to go into my um, packed items and I'm going to pull out an extra set of clothes, like a shirt that they would have seen me wear or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I'll nick myself on my finger to put some blood on it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not a whole hit points worth and shred the shirt and leave the shirt like lying in a muddy puddle or something like that on the floor of the thing. Okay. I would say like, if you want to look convincing, like you really got into a battle, you would have to lose a hit point. Uh, I think that's worth it. I will do that. Do okay, that. cool. All Can right. we take some of your bones out and leave them there too? Is that my bones? Yes, I don't need those. Okay, um, cool. And how many that's, points do you have, uh, Max? Max, Mike. My max is five. So now you have four. Um, so I'm at four. Okay, and Ren, uh, what is your hit points and spells looking like right now? I have, uh, as we were talking about on the Discord, charm person memorized, uh, and I have five of five HP. Cool. And Yos, what are you sitting at right now with HP? Yeah, I'm I'm a natural leader because I have 24 hit points. Oh, hey now. <laughs> All right, is that your max? Are you at max? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so yeah, David, uh, let's, let's talk about the margin of error for hit points is versus 24. <laughs> oh, I know. That'll be that'll be this um, again. Can, can we assume, Mike, that uh, Breggy relates his past situation yeah, to? I think every- so. I, I'm, I'll be I'll be pretty upfront about it, um, especially if I find out that they know my brother, kind of thing. But I'll just say, hey, I went down here thinking I was going to adventure, but it turns out I was working for a bunch of scumbags that were trying to sell people to slaves. And I'll give them like a brief outline of like the area of the cave complex that I know, John. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Sure. So is there anything we can fill in on the map from that? Yeah, I would ask uh, what direction you came from of, of the area I explored at least. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. Let me just get my panning ability here. There's uh, a lot of notes on the map. <laughs> Scribbles okay. all over. Ted. It's a good map. I love the little skulls. It was an excellent map. Yes. Okay, uh, exciting so pictures. can you guys see my? Um, I'm switching over to the audience here. Can you see my pointer? Yes. yes. 
Okay, so uh, this is the cavern that, that uh, Rin had explored earlier. Um, up here is where you heard like squealing. Okay, here, however, is where Briggy says that he came from. All right. Okay. And what I'm he's, sorry, where are we currently located? Where the PC mark? We are in the blue pillar room. Yeah. So the 15 foot one is where Breggy came from. Yeah. And cool. he says basically what he uh, what Breggy sort of recalls is it was a very straight. So he, you climb up like this sort of natural ledge for 15 feet, and then you sort of slip into this area that's actually worked Arcantian um, corridors um, that goes basically east to west, but then it's bisected halfway through with like a um, with a stairway that goes up to the north, but then is basically shorn off uh, by natural rock as if there was some sort mm. of thing that broke broke that. Uh, like, they, like Breggy basically assumes and the rest of the party assumed that that stairway leading up continued, but then something happened where it actually was uh, broken broken off. And okay, John, this, do I, do this, I have like a, an understanding since I came in with these guys? Um, number one, they were familiar with this area, right? Like they'd been here before and then came back to this area to do their nefarious deeds. Uh, no. Uh, well, this was sort of like the lair that they were in. So yeah, they, it's not like they've exited Ardenvul and come back to this. They've been in, you guys have been in Ardenvul for a little while, sort of floating around this lair, um, this lair. And, and you just found that this was a great hidey hole, not only to retreat and recuperate because there's no, uh, it, it's very defensible. Um, and it, that's very true. Uh, but also it's a great ambush spot is that it allows you to hear some of the traffic that is moving through these halls and then being able to um, plan and, and uh, execute ambushes. Now you've um, most of the time, because you've been worried about your own, uh, Gillen has been worried about everyone's survival. There has been opportunity for ambushes, but um, your band is very heavily heavy on the um, only act. If you have overwhelming, excuse me, strength or, the odds are in your favor. Um, and so only this most re this most recent batch of prisoners, the merchants and their guards, um, was only like the most, it was like the, the most recent and the first successful ambush that you've had. Okay. Okay. Um, but when I walked in here, do I have a gauge on like what, how far down we are under the surface or anything like that? Not really. I mean, you know, technically for similitude, you probably would, but I'm not going to let a new character basically open up all these new secrets for everybody. So you know, you just you just vaguely remember sort of getting into Elrond Bull and doing your thing, and now you now you find yourself stuck. It's all a dream. Yeah, like yeah. like most dwarves, you were drunk when you took the job. Yeah, True. there you go. Yeah. True. So, anyways, um, David, your yes. map. Uh, when you remember going south, uh, I don't know if you remember, but if you watch my cursor here, when you're going down the southern stairways, which was obviously constructed at this point, right? It shifted. It was a very direct shift from worked stone into natural stone as it kind of shifted to the southwest. Do you remember that? Line. Yeah. Yeah. So based upon Breggy's description, his his note about a stairway leading directly north but being cut off tracks with the uh straight you know, strangely enough with what you're kind of seeing with the with the geology here. You know what I mean? So so the store, the stairway that Breggy was talking about is a different stairway than that. Uh, it, no, it's more that Rin would probably make the assumption that it was probably the same staircase, but that some Rizzo. sort of seismic shift caused the stairway to basically uh, collapse at a certain point, and at which point it 
a, a natural cat cave system was sort of found or uncovered or something like that. Okay. Um, they came up by way of what was probably the, the same staircase hit a stopping point because of this geological thing. And that if you had gone a little further, you'd have found the rest of the staircase. No, no. So they, they picked this as a lair because it is a completely defensible and has no egress. So there is stairs present in the lair, but the stairs are end are end by, you know, like solid rock. Basically they've been cut off. Okay. I yeah. see. Okay. All right. So All we're right. back up in the blue pillar room. We know how to avoid it. We want to get out. You want to go east. That sounds like a great plan. If we still, I mean, I do. It is incredibly compelling to go <laughs> to this new area, but I think following our survival logic, we'll probably go east first since we discussed that on the Discord. Yeah. How much oil is in that lantern, John? Uh, you have six. You have ten turns left. Okay. How many light sources does anyone else have? My new <laughs> character, I have one torch. We're going to die. <laughs> I can't wait. All right, because let's go. Let's be quick then. Ghost's job was to carry treasure. He's got lots of it, and that's it. That's fine. We're good, baby. Uh, don't you worry. So I don't suppose you found anything down in the caverns that we could turn into a torch, you know, bundle of rags on a torch soaked, uh, tar soaked stick or something like that. Sounds like we got a lot of clothes from uh, Goran's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to have to adventure naked because we're turning his clothes into torches. I, I'll put it this way. I, I wouldn't stress too much about the light yet. Let's stress about it when it runs out. I have dark vision. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not saying we shouldn't prepare. Sorry, let me rephrase that. Um, <laughs> let's not assume the adventure will, will collapse just yet is all I'm saying. But, um, but yeah, no, uh, I think we should spare the lantern as much as possible which means dousing it anytime we come to a juncture, probably following similar protocol that Mort would have, which is like having me dark vision, run forward, come back, use the light for all of us. Does that make sense to you? Go, Mike. Um, yeah. This might be a little, um, not metagamey, power gamery, John, or whatever, but knowing that only one person in the party actually needs light, can we reduce the amount of oil that we're using by like, you know, making the wick dimmer rather than running it at full blast. Right. No, and maybe no. only give them five or 10 feet of radiance so that he just doesn't trip down a hole while we uh, scout. I don't want to get that granular hole. because then we're just, that opens us up to do it like every single time. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll put I, this I a different, different way. Yeah. yeah. But this is a different way. If we're this worried about not proceeding before we have light, I can, we can all sleep and I can memorize light instead of charm person. Light is an hour, bro. Just saying, like, if it's if, if that worried yeah. about an emergency. What I'm wondering, right. though, is I know that the slaver dudes that I came from are probably potent, right? Like, more potent than we are as a group. Yeah. However, with the assistance of a charm person, is it worth going and engaging with them and then trading with some for some supplies? I don't think no we will survive guys, that encounter. You guys both have, <laughs> like, I, think, I think that's a honeypot. I I, guys, I love I love where you're going with that. I think the problem I have is I have five HP, right? Like, yeah. and and so like, and we're strangers to them, and you potentially really pissed them off by leaving, showing up with a competing adventuring group, right? Even with a charm person, which will only apply to one of them. 
seems to me like a very quick like spiral into into combat. Well, I mean, unless unless of course you're able to charm the leader, and I can say something along the lines of like I was exploring and these guys rescued me, um, you know, something along those lines. You know, like I mean, I'm sure we could. I haven't been gone for that long, right, John? How long have I been gone? Uh, not that long. A couple turns. Yeah. I I would say you guys both have dark vision, so let's we're not totally host. You're right, and Yost, you know, uses the lantern and the torch, and then when that's out, uh, we we work it out from there. It's fine. Okay. The point is we should be moving. Out. We should be moving and and dealing with it later, like David said. I think he's right. Okay. Um, I forgot that Gorin would have dark vision. I was thinking that it would just be Rin, and but nope. this actually Breggy, Breggy, bro, Breggy. Uh, I mean Breggy. Yeah, sorry. You know. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. So I'm going to say that um, Lina can kind of see in the dark, right? Just from she, she does. She has like rudimentary dark vision. Yeah, Go- golems. So it's really, just Yost. We're going to be fine. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm going to say a turn pass because of introductions and Breggy taking off his clothes. Um, as is Mike's yes. want, and, uh, uh, and you're gonna move east, is what I'm hearing. Yeah, okay, yeah, so we're gonna is that right? Eastern's farewell, yeah, okay. Right. So, uh, if I remember correctly, David, I think you 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 moved down that stairwell, uh, you moved up that I'm sorry, you moved up the eastern passageway far enough to determine that there was an intersection, right? But then you did not investigate, correct. Honestly, I don't remember. I didn't draw yeah. an intersection, but I think I did look up there. Yes. Okay. Um, so anyways, you, uh, you move forward, uh, with the lantern light. Um, so let's see, one, two, three, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, Are we on three. 10 foot squares on this level? Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six. Since Ted, you're hovering over it. Just a clarification. Lida said she fled from the Eastern, uh, passage, not into it. My note was confusing there. So... <laughs> We're going where Lida's party fled from, if no one knew that prior. Okay. So after 10 feet, after leaving the Blue Pillar Room, the stairway begins, and it uh, it takes up the entire corridor, and it moves uh, uh, slightly upwards up the staircase, and it goes for another one, two, three. I can't read that. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Let me just double check. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, yeah, so the entire length of that corridor is uh, 80 feet. One, two, three, four, five. Including six, the 10 feet at yes, the door? Or? Yes, yes. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh, it's too long. Okay. Okay. And Whoa. <laughs> what? Oh, just oh. had a line get out of control on me okay. here. Okay, so uh, after 80 feet, there is a a T-intersection, okay? So it goes uh, directly north and directly south, and this is all Arcantian workstone, by the way. Uh, Give me a second. A T-intersection. A T-intersection, yes, after after the 80 feet. So... All right. Let's see if it's within. Okay, where is it on the east wall? Okay. All right. So I'm not going to say that you guys have actually entered into that T intersection yet. However, you do see it up ahead in your lantern light, um, and uh, you can see on the eastern wall. 
Let me just double check. Yeah. Okay. So uh, across the intersection on the eastern wall, so you're facing it, right? You're like 10 feet away from it, right? You can see that there is a pair of stone lips that are expertly carved, but that are in, that are closed and are on the eastern wall, but it's only a pair of lips. They're a little bit larger than human size. Okay. And it's just very, very strange because there's there's no frescoes, there's no peeling plaster, it's just well-built Arcantian stone, and then just this, sort of this pair of lips on the eastern side, okay? Um, it's got to be a magic mouth, right, guys? I would assume, yeah. You can also see that, uh, I would say that when in that square that you're in, let's let's move the, um, here, I'll move it here. Da, da, da. Maka, you guys yeah, are right I'm here. I'm trying to move it out of your way for you, for my okay. notes. So that's where you are right there, okay? Where you are right there, you can see that to your right, after 10 feet, there is a, a, a door that is a jar, that is a jar into the corridor, okay? Right, on the, on the southern wall. And then in addition to the north, it continues going to the north. Um, you can't really see much because you're not looking around the corner. But you can also see that there is a 10-foot wide passageway that is heading directly east, Um. Uh, 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 right to the north of of that intersection. Um, any footprints on the in the hallway, John? No, but you can tell that this um, that this uh, the the staircase you were on in traveling and this in this intersection is has been well traveled. It is completely free of dust. Okay. Any light sources coming from beyond the door or to the passageway that's to the east? Good question. Um, not to the north, not to the east. However, to the south, you can see the door every once in a while, like the back of it, right? As if whatever's inside the room is sort of illuminating the back of the door is um, pulsing at irregular intervals. just like a of, of strange, like white light. Okay. And does the door look damaged at all or does it look like someone just left it open? Um, let me check. No, it does not appear to be damaged. It just looks to be opened. Okay. Um, I'm actually fairly stealthy because I'm wearing leather armor and have a decent dex. So I'm going to go around the corner. I'll motion everyone to kind of stay where they are and um, maybe douse the light a little bit. And I'll go up to the ajar door. And keeping real low, John, so that if there's like anything that blasts, it'll go over my head kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So even even if I have to go on my hands and knees, I'll go see if I can like kind of peek around that door. Okay. Um, and you guys are moving at 90, right? Um, check my equipment. Let's see. <laughs> I actually but think I'm, I'm faster than that. I'm, I'm, I'm still in the 90. Okay. I'm in the 90. Okay, so you're moving at 90. Uh, John, so did I, did I draw that hallway correctly based on your description? Uh, no, the eastern corner needs to be uh, 10 feet to the south. Okay, that, everything, I wasn't sure. everything else is correct. Um, John, so, if it, if just so if it makes any difference to you, I'm actually at 120. Just It doesn't, because you have to move at the slowest rate. Okay, sure. so a turn pass to get to this point. Um, all right. Now, uh, uh, Breggy's like, I got this, and he's, he starts to, he moves into the corridor and head south. The moment that you kind of enter into the intersection, Breggy, and you're basically face-to-face -face with that mouth, it opens up, and instead of a, a voice, a low, uh, almost like subsonic boom is just like a boom, like a, you know, like the Hans Zimmer Inception score, like boom. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like that, and it, and uh, there are five of them in five short bursts, like boom, 
boom, boom, and it echoes up the hall. Just putting my hand on the stone. Is it feel like it's vibrating the stone? Yeah. That's an alarm, guys. Yeah, yeah, I think so. So uh, what do we want to do? Do we want to push our luck or do we want to retreat? Lyda screams loudly and she cowers behind whoever's in the back of the uh, behind the back of the party. Um, and she's like, no, no, they're going to come. They're going to come. I remember the noise. I'll and ask her who is going to come. She's like frantic. She can't say. It's going to be the set ice, bro. They're going to take us uh -oh. away. All right. Do, are there, is there any footprints on the floor? Any evidence of traffic or anything like that? He said, well-traveled. Well-traveled, yep. Asked and answered while you were busy mapping. Um, no footprints because it's like just you see just it's clear. It's like it's just people are just running up and down this hallway all the time. So it's okay, really weird. Looking uh, around the, the door, however, after this occurs, um, Breggy, you can see that it opens up into a um, large rectangular chamber that uh, it's like an impressive hall, basically, that is about 30 feet tall. And it's adorned with ancient veined marble uh, paving stones and sheathing. And there are six hemispherical marble plinths about five feet high that line the eastern and western walls. And there are, uh, in the center of the hall, there are six rectangular granite platforms that are about three foot tall that line the center. One in front of each one of the plinths along the wall. Okay. Um, some of the plinths are occupied and uh, with statues. And there is also in between the granite platforms in the middle of the room, running the length of the center of the room, there's a three foot wide and eight foot deep basin that runs the length of the room. And there is a murky sludgy liquid that is filling that basin. We can uh, fill our oil flask on there, Ted. Not if it's sacrificial blood, but sure. <laughs> you can see too on the southern wall that uh, it has been damaged by some, you would assume to be some sort of like tunneling creature perhaps. Um, it's like a three foot hole has been broken through it, and it, but it's about 15 feet up above on, on the ground. So the hole is like up on the wall. Um, and uh, on that We've wall, seen that before. on the southern wall where this hole is, the entire southern wall, except for where the hole is, um, is a massive mosaic that spans the entire thing. Um, and in the center of the mosaic is a, f a five foot tall mithric script. Hey, what's the overall dimensions of this room? Uh, so the dimensions are 40 feet east to west by 50 feet north to south. And Reggie is looking in through the door, which is um, 10 feet in from the western side on the northern wall. All right. Where is the light coming from, John? Oh, oh yeah. So that, yeah, that's, that's a key thing. So these plinths that have statues on them, um, let's see, where is it? Which one is it? Da -da. It is the, okay. So it is, so there's three plinths on each, uh, evenly spaced along the Eastern and Western walls, right? So three on each wall on the Western wall, the furthest South, right? So to your right, Breggy, across the room, there is a statue and uh, you can see, you can't, you can't really tell from this distance who it was supposed to depict. The head is missing. Um, but coming out from it's like empty neck is like a shower of sparks. Just like, just like fizzing out, They're like coming out of its, out of its neck. 
like firecrackers almost. And they're like the spark, they kind of juts, like they kind of spurt out and then they sort of like rain down like fireworks uh, in about a five foot, you know, diam- uh, radius around this, around the statue. John, I just want to say one thing. We needn't uh, address it yet because I'd rather finish this room, but just so we have timing uh, figured out, I think the minute he sets that alarm off, Ren is going to dash to the opposite corner to look down either hall because I think time is of the essence. We don't have to do that now, but what I'm saying is like in case there's people coming, I want to immediately like the minute the alarm goes off before Goran even looks in that door, right. I'm at sure. the corner looking looking um, okay. east. So assuming that Yost sort of has like his lantern behind Breggy, I'll say that you're using your dark vision, Ren. And if you're, if you're, if the PC, if you are standing right here, okay, Mm -hmm. um, illuminating uh, 60 feet to the north, you can see that after 20 feet, another staircase starts to go upwards. However, something tickles your memory, a story or images that you've heard or that you've seen or impressed upon you empathically, perhaps <laughs> uh, you see on the walls, starting on that staircase, that there are hideous tortured yes. faces that have been carved into the walls in all manner and shape showing uh, depictions of the utmost agony and pain and dread. So I think this is the route to escape based on the memory. I know we discussed on Discord, but to just add a little bit to what John said within the sort of like flurry of visions we had, one, though we can't really tell, you know, vision one to be like A to B could be huge spans of time. But the section in which I saw these hideous faces through the night's eyes that possessed the blade before me involved... um, let me try to be like really brief about this. Okay, basically, like the night, I'll rewind a bit. Ascended the the the, the cliff sides of Ardenvul via Wicker Basket. This was right forward. after the Set Temple, right? That yes, that's what, I'm that's what I'm getting. I'm just going to give a little preamble for the audience. So, like, ascended. He did a bunch of stuff. Ascended. He went on his like you know journey, right? <laughs> to to do the to to do the um, my brain, God, the uh, Arden. Uh, devotional what is my brain doing right now the thing that with the rights the the oh my god anyone test. save me the test the, the tests i can't think of the word right now um uh so anyway ascended wicker basket Believe. right then it flashed forward to uh, a bustling marketplace with black marble floors patrolled by red what i'm thinking sedite armored guards to keep the peace um talking to a bunch of different people looking at a map right for a location of something, fast forward, descending an incredibly long staircase into the darkness, at which he encountered these hideous faces that evoked all of these like terrible feelings in him, and then encountered the blue pillar room. So, all right, I would yeah. not that safety is up, but <laughs> if if time is of the essence and we were going to run in a direction, I would run up the stairwell. So, Unless that's where the guys who are coming from, where they, you know, the alarm set off. Might be the Sedites that are coming for us, for all I right. know. Right? Like, this might be an alarm that they set up to protect the marketplace from, like, trolls. Right. Right? Coming I down. Don't disagree, man. I'm, I'm down with that. I mean, any direction at this point, to me, is as yeah. good as all the others. The one thing I want to just ask, can you reiterate, too, what your sword can detect? Because doesn't it have a bunch of different detection, like see invisibility or see, like, magic or yeah. something like that? So, so Oculus, the plus two, two-handed sword, has a 10-foot detect evil and invisibility. 
But you have to d- uh, tell it to do that. I have to tell it to do that. Yeah. So, but it is an infinite use, I believe, right? Yes. Yes. Um, so I can just pop off detect evil and detect invis with Oculus. In fact, when this happens, I'd probably go, <laughs> you know, run to that corner with Oculus, you know, and go, right. what's going on? Maybe I'll radius? pop it off right there. What's That's the not radius? a bad idea. 10, Ten feet. feet. So I don't think I would feel anything in 10 feet as a thing, but I'll do it. Why not? No, nothing. Invis, no. Uh, I have more to relate here, though. So okay. the, the staircase, first of all, to the north specifically, is pitted and worn from numerous, numerous uh, footprints over the years. It has that uh, the kind of um, s- uh, small eroded, uh, eros- eroding dip in the middle where footprints have been for a long time. You know what I mean? Um, and in addition, those faces are twice human size with realistic eyes, nose, and mouth. And they are all t- twisted in r- different rictuses of agony and desperation. Um and you get a very, very bad vibe. There are um, uh, uh, strange, but you have a feeling what they probably are. Dark stains on some of those uh, on some of those stairs. It goes up, up, up into the darkness. In addition, when you peer around the corridor to the east, uh, it looks to be uh, also well traveled, but does not have those faces and is not quite as worn as the stairs to the north. But after 40 feet, there are stairs that actually go downward for the, at least the next 20 feet, because that's how far your, your um, dark vision can see. Just to clarify, John, that I didn't get my notes right. In the vision I had, he was descending, not ascending a dark stairwell, correct? He was descending a stairway okay. that had carven faces. Yes. And then so he it ended was up that stairway. Okay. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yeah. This, and sorry, not trying to be meta again, but does the sword, is the sword giving you any kind of empathic feeling now when you like in that intersection? No, I don't know how mechanically, John, I would interact with the sword or if it's something that's sort of out of my control. You can, is that empathic, something I should be... you can empathically communicate it whenever you want, whether or not it responds is up to me. Sure. So, so if I like have him out and I do the detective or whatever, and I, I kind of like feel empathically because it's not like language that we're forming here if i feel like where we've been is kind of what i'm thinking like familiarity is what i'm thinking because i look at these carved heads and Mm -hmm. i then i maybe i'm asking or i'm feeling like death or safety or some you know some version of like a i don't know how i would communicate emotions if that's even possible in this scenario because he felt what? fear there. So if I ask scared, he's going to be like, the sort of be like, yes, very scared. So right? he can't, like, you can't ask him questions, right? You yeah. can basically communicate emotion to him. Yeah. So and, and then he might return, you know, he might share emotion with you, basically. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so um, uh, if you sort of open up your mind to him right now, you definitely get an impression. Um, you're getting a memory of um, you're getting an impression of of remembrance from the sword. Like it's been here, it's been here before, and it remembers that. Can I can you I, I mean? do the same for the Western Passage? Do I get a sense of remembrance from the stairwell that goes down? Yes, yes. Interesting. From the Western, like where you came from? No, 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 no. no. I'm saying you meant not the Agony stairwell, but the what? Sorry, Eastern to the east to the other stairwell. Do Eastern, I get any no, remembrance? You, no. Okay, so we didn't go that way. Um, so you. Okay, so as you're Rin, as you're sort of standing there in the darkness, and the rest of the party is kind of taking in the room to the south, and that very weird statue that's in there, um, uh, you can hear it's pretty quiet. It's very quiet, but up the stairway 
far away in the darkness, you can hear what appears to be um, uh, booted feet and the clanking of armor. Uh, multiple coming some, from somewhere up north, and it, it's like it's in a in a manner that it looks like whoever is wearing that is attempting to be quiet. And I asked two quick questions. No. One, I am I shouldn't even flag this, but I'm wearing the Azure Mail. Yep. My understanding of the relationship with the average Azure Shield and the Setites is what antagonistic, uh, reluctantly at an armistice because he went through the marketplace, presumably wearing this armor. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't killed on site. I'm, I'm guessing, I don't know, but like, what do I know culturally of, you know, you one, well, first of all, you're an elf, so you don't know much, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, but you know enough to know that um, as far as you knew, um, the, uh, the worship of set was proscribed many, many centuries ago. I think I'm going to pull my set pendant out and have it visible around my neck. Why are you wearing like the knight's armor? I know, I know. Um, <laughs> this is the kind did of you get the set pendant from from the corpse of of Onwear, yeah. Um, um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm wondering, guys, if if maybe that eastern passageway might not be the better part of Valor right now, or the hole it's up the wall in the Sparky statue room. I will also I point out. Go, that you I do. Have everybody up. Lift you up. You go into the hole. You pull him up. We get in there fast. We hide in the hole. I do love that, Ted. I just, I guess, I worry we don't know what's going to happen when we go into Sparky Room. Like, if anything, there's, there's more to see in there, of course, as well. And Ted, you should just be aware. Your map is excellent. Um, it, it's just the granite blocks are basically abutting that basin in the middle. Oh, yeah, not not a big deal. <sighs> I okay. I don't want to double. I don't want to double too much for John's sake. But a couple thoughts. I'm just going to spit out there. Um, I have charm person still. Right. If we don't act, if we don't act like we're trying to ambush these guys, this is a very risky move because we don't know who they are. If we don't try to act like we're trying to ambush these guys, and we just like walk up and face them and announce our presence, and like. I pull a charm or whatever. It's possible that's safer than us like hiding around a corner or running or just like getting like, you know, charged through. I could be terribly wrong and we could all die miserably. But second thought, I'm in Azure gear. The factional thing is is curious there, but I could either throw my gear off, pretend to be a set worshiper or hide the set pendant, pretend to be someone significant to Alexia. It's a lie, right? But like, and be like, you don't want to kill me. <laughs> like, it'll be trouble. There's just, just some thoughts to throw out there, but go. go right. Number one, I'm just going to say, I don't think you're going to have time to take off plate mail. I don't think I will. Right. Thing. Number two, you're basically pitching the same idea that I pitched for the five adventuring party that's taking I prisoners. Agree. Right. I agree. Yeah. Um, Let's not go there. Right. And then um, I don't know what my other point was, but. Uh, and then to Ted's point, like I'm down to go try and hold, hide in a hole in the wall. I think that's probably a safer bet. Um, I just I do worry about what happens when we go into that room, but I also think we're kind of pressed for time. So got, there's a important point about Breggy's um, uh, band that I forgot to bring up too. Um, prior to you deciding to leave, there was another party <laughs> member that had the same idea, but you didn't have the balls to leave at that time because you thought there was safety in numbers. But another person, a human, left the party. And he left for the same reasons that you ended up leaving, where it ended up being where the um, the band the band had made an obvious decision to stop being adventurers and become bandits 
basically right. right and when that moment hold on when that when that happened yeah. um uh, that that person left um his name by the way was Harold the Wary I'm just letting you know you Harold you know this man and he was a pretty honorable man you immediately took to him um and you were sad to see him go but you thought that um strength in numbers was a better part of uh, not uh, was you know, more likely to allow you to survive at that time. Now I know what my next character is going to be. Well, two, two questions, two really quick questions. Sorry, I don't want to draw this out too much. Is it fair to say that he would have shared that info earlier, John? And if so, is it fair to say that I could have been like, did Harold look like and list all of the corpses I found and make sure Harold's body isn't down in the mud? No, no, yeah. Okay, so it, he wasn't it, was, it wasn't That's one of them. It was just okay. something that occurred to me that I forgot to say. So, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. The only other thing I'll say, and I, and I don't disagree, Mike, I'm literally using your, your tactic, but the reason I'm more curious about using it here, beyond the fact that I'm pitching it, <laughs> is, is they're bandits, right? They are explicitly bandits who are like, like out for murder. The Sedites, while they may not be good, may be lawful, if these are the Sedites coming down. And I'm more, more comfortable risking people who are trying to observe law in this scenario that to protect like a large marketplace, for instance, like a place that is civilized, civilized, civil, I can't even say, then, then bandits who are like literally trying to enslave people. Right. Like I think the risk levels are, are not the same in terms of the charm dynamic but, in that way, David, but the, the bandits are selling the slaves to the Sedites. To the Sedites. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. True. So I say we get out of here immediately. He's in the hole. Either one is fine. Hole. Where's this hole? It's, it's a, like, in the southern wall of the Sparky Room. Correct. Yeah, I say we hit it. Let's, do it. Let's hide up in the hole. All right, so yeah. Yost will run up there and hoist people up into the hole. Well, hand e easier up. said than done, Ted. You got to walk into the room first. So there's. Uh, so um, is everyone? Everyone's moving into the room, and are you closing yes. the door behind you? We won't close it. I say we leave it exactly the same as when we yes, left it. Jar. Or is that we found it. Oh fuck! Are we leaving footprints? No, there's no, there's no, there's no dust. dust, guys. There's no dust. The, the hallway <laughs> is too well traveled. Thank you, Mike. You're my voice in this. So I'm this a thousand times. <laughs> I, in, in fairness, we're tracking a lot at once, I know, just I know, like I'm you just are. So it's, it's hard. It's hard. Advantage <laughs> to someone who's not taking any notes or doing any mapping. I'm <laughs> okay, it's true, Mike. I, I I mean, in our normal play, I do count on you guys like being able to listen with both ears while I'm only listening with one yeah. while I'm mapping. So I'm not going to, anywhere. To... My beer fridge is right here. I'm going okay. to get my, okay. I'm leaning out of the frame to get a beer. Uh, sure. I will, in my defense, in my defense, John, I was trying to clear the way on my previous. I, I'm, I'm just giving you shit. <laughs> while know, we spent too much time explaining ourselves with my comment. All right, let's all, fucking all right, go. Let's you, all die in this room to you, a pit trap. You move into the room. Okay. <laughs> so, um, as I said, uh, you got these plinths, um, they're, uh, the basin and these platforms that face them. Okay. The, the, once again, the hole itself is, um, it's 10 feet in from the Eastern side of the Southern wall. Okay. But it's also 15 feet up and the room is weirdly lit by these kind of sparks sort of coming out of the, out of the statue. Right. But now you kind of come in with, with Yost Lantern as well. Um, does anyone read Mithric? No. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a shame. That's a real shame because it is probably the largest mythic script you've seen. It's five foot tall along the southern wall. Um, you can tell, despite the fact that not being able to read it, that there um, that there is a missing section of that of that inscription, which has been uh, basically destroyed by whatever thing tunneled 
through it, right? And you can see that there is pieces of that wall scattered on the ground. Um, Not foreboding at all. <laughs> uh, yeah. below, below the inscription is an image. Once again, this is a mosaic. Uh, a mosaic image of a robed human standing on a platform looking at a statue of a warrior. Uh, to the sides of the inscription, the mosaic features colossal images of Arden and Vool. The former is leaning on her spear while gazing impassively at the inscription. And the latter, Vool, face obscured by his hood, is pointing to the inscription with a wand gripped in one bony hand. Um, they are very much in that socialist, realist, um, Mussolini, Italy sort of mode. Um, uh, in the way that they... Light I read mosaic. Hmm? Or, uh, I don't light I reads Mithric. No, unfortunately not. Um, yeah. Okay, so... I'm looking at what the statues are here. Um, While John does that, Ted, yo, oh, I, I I did a big dumb, and then I took Onwar's scroll case and did not transcribe all the scrolls that were in said case. I'm on the treasure tracker right now, trying to find where we listed those. Do you know quicker than I can? Oh, I, I don't know the scrolls in that case uh, for various <laughs> reasons. <laughs> well, I have a bunch of I have a bunch what? of scrolls that can help us, but I don't remember which are which. So I'll have what? to go. Do you them. have them written down anywhere? Or no, I thought they were on the treasure checker. I'll check on Weirs, but I don't even think I had them on on Weirs. Okay, uh, I thought we had them written in the treasure checker. Um, no, scrolls are something that I lost track of way back, and and have been meaning to get with you to get it sorted. But um, no, I don't have the scrolls. Okay. Right. So now's not time. When you um when you enter into the room very, very carefully and you're sort of assessing all this, you can see that each yeah. one of the plinths actually contains a statue, and they all actually have uh uh markings on them. Uh, I I'm not markings on them, but um a plaque that that, that kind of uh, uh identifies them. So and now if you guys hmm? plaque is in Mithric. Uh no. They can be red. Is now the actually time. no way. Hold on, sorry. Da, da, da. Right, no, they they are in Mithric. That's correct. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to see if you recognize any of them, but you okay? So you guys are moving quickly because you basically have eyes on that hole in the wall right now. Um, but I will say that because you have to kind of pass by it, the very first one on your right, so the one in the furthest northwest. All right. Uh, you can see that the plaque itself has been heavily damaged. Oh, oh, that's why, that's why. Okay, hold on. Let me just check that. And, uh, if I miss, snarled. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, sorry. So that very first one in the, in the far northwest, that one um, is the only plinth that does not have a statue. It also has a plaque that's been very, very badly damaged. However, in the place of the statue on the plinth, um, there is a wreath of fragrant and fresh flowers that sits on the plinth. Okay. Um, and then wow. the other statues, there is a variety of of uh, women and men. Um, but I'm, you know, unless you tell me that you're going to stop and take the time, I'm not going to describe. Not right now. Sorry, guys. Sorry to interject. I did find them because it's from our TACON, and I had them written in our notes. So just so you know what scrolls I have, because I think it's useful in our thinking, I have a scroll of Magic Mouth. I have a scroll of Fireball from Blondveg. <laughs> Might be very useful. <laughs> I have Dispel Exhaustion from the Hall of Shrines. 
I have a brain full of no, no. I I uh, memorized. Sorry, uh, small spiders, and and large spiders. But I do have warding chain of glyphs. So warding chain of glyphs, dispel exhaustion, um, scroll of mouth mouth, and fireball are the three scrolls. But has Rain ever had an opportunity then, to cast read magic on them and learn what they are? No. So. <laughs> That's true, but the, <laughs> fair, fair. Okay, the, 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 the other three, the other three we have are magic missile, sleep in and raven feeblement. So just, just okay. so we know, I will give that to you later, Ted, but yeah. Yep. All right. Okay. So, so you I also, have a, yeah, we run up to the South wall and we look up at the hole and Yost says, I will lift you in the up. And, and I have an idea, which is like the, may I borrow your girdle? She's, no, this is my, my special belt. Yeah, but it, I think I think with magic I can lift you up very easily. That belt doesn't Ted, help you with that. Ted, we don't have time. <laughs> hey, if it's a if it's a girdle of giant strength, I can throw you up into the hole. But I, I'm not going to. I think it's a great asked, use of the pressure. <laughs> I asked. She didn't do it. Fine. I'm just going to try and lift her up anyway. I'm going to make whiny, weak noises while I lift her up, though. Okay. So uh, with Yo's help, you all scramble up into the hole. I'm going to say it's going to take a, a turn for everything that's passed so far. Um, and you scramble up, uh, of course, with dramatic uh, effect. The moment that the last person scrambles their little feetsies up into that little hole, you hear someone or some uh, or some people enter into the room. Who was the last person to climb up? Can I be the last person because I can have ISO's wand ready? No, I had to yeah. hand you up. I'm pushing you oh, up. Fuck. You guys pull me up. I mean, we can do it the other way if you want to. Do you want to hoist? Can I scramble yoke? after you just so I can have a shotgun at the ready. Does that make sense? I sure, think it makes sense. Okay. Sure. Okay. I mean, sure, whatever. Yeah, fine. Rin okay. is the last one up in the hole. Okay. So, Rin, when you're looking back the way that you uh, uh, came and down into the room, you can see enter the room. There are four men that enter the room, expecting sedites. You are either disappointed or relieved uh, that they um, they don't, are not wearing red armor nor any devices of set. They appear to be uh, uh, armored, but hold on one second. Uh, let me find them here. Blip, blip, blip. It might actually be worse if it's the Knights of the Azure Shield because they're going to be like, what are you doing, man? You're they're wearing um, leather armor. They have some spears at the ready and clubs in uh, loops on their belt as well. And they look like hard, hard men. Like they, they, you know, they, they, they've seen, they've seen things, right. You know, battle, they, you know, um, their knuckles are torn a little bit, you know, broken noses, uh, cauliflower ears, that sort of thing. You know, like they, they look rough. And they look like they mean business, and they're kind of coming in, and you you see that they're very sort of professional, they're not like um like the beastmen that sort of thing, but they've obviously got sort of like an unspoken language where like the one in charge is sort of like making gestures like spread out around the room, and uh, you know keep quiet. They've all got their weapons out and ready, and you know you know moving in formation and uh, taking corners and all that sort of stuff. You know, perfect. Quick question. I'm seeing them via dark vision or light that's in the room that I didn't catch while the, we were fixing the map. Well, there's there's the sparking coming out of the one statue. The sparking is the right. light source. And then okay, Yost has a lantern. Which is well, I assumed the... he squelched that. Otherwise, it would immediately tag us as being in this hole. So... Did you squelch the lantern? Because then it's like, oh, I mean, we're in this hole. <laughs> nobody, nobody said it. Nobody said it. Uh, although... 
I mean, it does seem like a reasonable thing to do, but no, no one said it. You can, you John, can... can I join these NPCs since I just <laughs> met these guys? Uh, Yost, if you want to, if you want to do the lantern, that's fine. Do you want to shut it off? I, 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 the whole point of going up the hole was to hide. So the lantern would be off. That's yes. fine. Okay. But they, the, these men also bring in their own light. Okay. So one is, okay. one is carrying a torch. Um, you, uh, you can also see Rin and it makes your blood run cold. When you see it, because um, you you see how dangerous they are, you see they are mean looking men. But it is something that's dangling from the right side of each one of their belts that makes your Manical. blood run cold. Can you guess what it is? Chains. My cousin's hands. Yes, manacles. Yeah, manacles. Each of them um, has a set of manacles that look cruel. Yeah. All right. And well, well used I'm gonna and fucking... stained. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna use charm person, guys. It's the best option while we have a. Uh, oh, they don't even know if we're here yet, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, they do. They don't seem to be aware of you. They're looking around. And and you, you hear one of them sort of mumble in like a really gruff voice. He's like, "Oh, the mouths don't lie. There's someone around here skulking about in here. Not sure." John, when they came down to the corridor, did the magic mouth do its big, like, deep reverberation thing again? No. Okay. They put it there. You I'm gonna have my wand just like just laying at the ready. <laughs> I'm like as flat as I can, just with this yeah, wand. Yeah, pretty pretties. Come on now, show yourselves. We'll take John, you to the it, forum. Lots of good eats. I'm sure you're hiding and you're scared, ain't you? Come on down, talk to us. Where are you? <laughs> this is perfect. This is great. First, bravo. Um, okay, they're exact. I know we're doing theater of the mind, but what is their like? Are they fully spread through the room, or are they walking as a group? They basically have spread out the four of them to be sort of equidistant from each other at the northern end of the room, and they're sort of peering forward. Um, you can see that they're basically they're they tend to shy away from the sparking statue, which is. Um, let me just see where that might be. Give me a sec. Center uh, right. Sorry, I'm flipping between a lot of different uh, keys oh, entries here. Uh, that would be that one. Uh, that's the uh, I did tell you that that's, that's the furthest southwest statue. Okay. Okay. So uh, I suspect they're going to find us eventually, but we can wait it out to our best opportunity if y'all want. They know we're in here. They know there aren't escapes. Well, we know. We don't know if there's escapes, David, because we haven't gone down the tunnel. A, B. If they pile up into this tunnel to come get us, that's when we use the wand. Hey, boss. No, no, I agree. I agree. Boss, but look the up there. Is, there's a hole up there. Exactly. Exactly. John, do they have ranged oh, weapons that I saw? We know that there's spiders up there. There's no one would be stupid enough to go up there and hide. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right uh, about that, boss. Well, probably they're back uh, in the blue pillar room then. <laughs> hey, when he does that, can I do my best pantomime of a spider chickering? <laughs> sure. Roll a uh, roll a d6, and uh, I'll give you a two and six chance to actually be able to mimic a spider. <laughs> well, this I gotta see. Yes! Oh, he killed it with a one. Okay, roll a one. Awesome. Ah, uh, boss, I don't, I don't like this. They're gonna come down. I don't. We don't need to deal with this. I, I want to deal with human meat, not spider meat. Right. Let's see. All right. All right. And they, they kind of they kind of back too? out of the room, and the leader closes the door behind them. And you hear a click. Fuck. 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 
<laughs> I was worried about this. <laughs> well, before they leave, I mean, they're moving slowly and carefully. So if you want to blast them or something or do something, you can before they No, leave. no, no. It's fine. I'm not saying that. I just am worried that we're locked in. Well, like I said, you have an opportunity. Um. Okay. I I think that... Oh, fuck me. Um, it's going to be fine, dude. Indeed, behind you, you hear coming from I'm somewhere far away down in <laughs> yeah. winding passageways, you hear a disturbingly uh, similar sound that Rin just emitted, except it's coming from the other direction. Multiple. Uh, I'm going to scramble out of the hole back into this coffee uh, room. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to get out and as quickly and as silently in plate mail as I can. I'm going to try to make my way to the door. Wand very much at the ready. OK, waiting for it to open at any point. And what I'm going to do, knowing the direction that it opens, we'll say is to the western side of the 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 room, because that's what he, Ted drew. Is that fair? Yeah. It, yeah. It, it opens out into the in the corridor. But yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Okay, well, my point is I want to, like, be on the side that's going to have the largest, like, range of view, mm-hmm. right, the angle, and I'm going to, like, walk up that side of the room as I, like, I approach. Basically, like, I'm clearing a room, right, like, SWAT style. I'm sitting here, like, my elven ears. But you're still in the room, right? You're not exiting the room. No, but I'm approaching the door. Yeah. On the side of the room that were they to open the door would give me the greatest, if I have a shotgun fan, the greatest, like, access right they're not like betwixt the door and me does that make sense gotcha yeah i got it that maybe that's david is climbing out of the hole immediately yes yes and then i guess uh breggy and lyda and yost will go last covering their escape he'll hand the lantern i guess down to lyda um but he does he's gonna be guarding the hole with his spear until everybody's out Okay, so, so, I get get so do, you, do you light the lantern back up when you're back down? Uh, if everybody gets down, yeah. Okay, no problem. No, no, because we got light from the sparks. We don't need the lantern yet. But the we sparks only illuminate, the right? They, they basically illuminate like a 10-foot area around that statue in particular. So only like that corner of the room would be lit. When, when I get to the door, if no one opens it, John, I'm going to immediately do a listen at doors, suspicious that they are like standing on the other side waiting for us. Okay, so that makes sense. Do you want to Great. do a casual just to see if they're being noisy, or do you want to take a turn? No, I'm doing like a. I'll do a full turn, listen to see if they're like right there. Okay, roll them, yeah. breathe. And so I'm not lighting the lantern because we have to open this door. I don't want light pouring out oh. because of the lantern. Understood. Yep. Okay. Go ahead and roll, Rin. I'll be watching the Fuck whole thing. Okay, so uh, you don't hear you don't hear them like right on the other side of the room. However, um, uh. You, you, even failing, like you can hear them because they're not particularly being that quiet. Um, you can hear them moving down the western staircase, um, uh, pretty obviously. But there, but you can, uh, yeah, you cannot tell if there is someone who has been left here posted guard or anything like that. You can't tell. Um, western, as in towards the blue tile room. Yes, correct. Yes. Yeah. That's where they think we went. Yeah, um, we said it. This is a good place, however, before you start uh, uh, coming up with ideas to take a quick break. Um, And we will be right back. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, 
all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, we're back. Bladder's empty. Beer's full. What do you do? All right. And may I suggest that you're listening at the door and I'm watching, uh, and I think uh, Breggy's watching the hole to see if spiders come out. We have to give them some time to go down that staircase. So they need a couple of turns to get all the way down and start snooping around down there. The, we can You can test and see if the door opens in that time, but we should wait until we've let them get down all the way down the stairs and then we book it. I totally agree. I will point out that one turn passed by me listening at the door. So that right. did give them some time to walk in the direction. Right. So I think what so John said, John, correct me if you're wrong, was that they were already like, down or moving down the stairs when I listen. At least correct? some of them. Yeah. You can easily okay, hear that because they're not trying to be quiet. You cannot, because you failed the role, you cannot determine if there is someone on the other side of the door, which is what you were listening to. This is for. a very fair question, which is that it's possible that one or two of them went down the, the stairs and the other one are like, they could have, they could be standing yeah. at every juncture looking for us. It's so, true. Next, next question. Well, then what I'll do is I'll stick the fucking wand through a crack in the door and blast it if I hear any movement is what I'll do. But, um, We'll wait. I'll continue to listen. Like one more turn. turn. Maybe I'll I'll listen one more turn, John. Okay. And then we leave. And then we'll leave. Okay, go ahead, roll. John, I just want to reiterate that I'm staring at the hole that we just came out of to make sure that no spiders are coming in after us. Understood. Yep. The elf is not a good listener. Yep. Too many confessions. You can hear the footsteps dwindle away down to the west. All right. It sounds like multiple or one. Is it is that fair to ask or is it multiple, too big? Multiple. Okay. okay. I'm gonna So the question is do we open the door and see who's there and run and then light the lantern? Or do we light the lantern because we can? Because otherwise uh Yost is running in the dark and can't fight. Here's what I would suggest, guys. I'm gonna lay flat on the ground and creak open the door with the wand so that if anyone tries to like strike out they're not going to be they're going to be swinging at air does that make sense sure right so i'm gonna lay down i'm gonna get the ready with it like this i'm gonna push the door open quietly any movement i'm gonna blast and in my mind they're not gonna immediately be like you know in other words like a surprise round isn't gonna hit me in the face why Uh, don't you know when somebody else open the door well because i'm gonna go last anyway so I mean, you can do, we can do that too, right? You if you want to do that, that's fine. But I just want to be prone yeah, because I don't want to be yeah. in any like visible range, and because I'm going to be going last anyway, it's easy for you to like jump over me and run, right? If in a very like Benny Hill kind of way, and then me scramble yeah. fast. But don't overthink it. You lie down, yeah. you open the door. Yost is right lay there, down and I push. I push Light it. Is right there. Are we lighting the lantern? Let's light the lantern. Let's light, just it. light it. Just be ready. Light, just light it. it. Okay. Okay. And we're gonna run. I'm gonna push it. I'm not gonna slam it open, but I'm gonna push it. You know, at a medium speed. I don't. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know yeah. how to describe it really. Um, okay, so you open the door a little bit. You're on the ground, but Yost's yes. lantern light is is shining outwards, right? Yeah. Yes, okay. So, so uh, when the door opens, you see uh, ten feet in front of you, directly in the middle of the intersection, there is one of those men, and he whips his head around. Boom. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna wand him right then. Okay. Immediate cool. wand. Okay. Yeah. So what uh what is this again? ISO's uh frost wand. Okay. Which uh, you uh, to I be clear, it, you I have never identified. That. You've only no. spoken the command word and something happened, correct? Yes. 
So what do you say? I don't even remember anymore. It's been so long. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> no. Hold on. Hold on. No, it, it, it's sinister. on. It's on the. It's I on the one. I will literally go on. back and listen to previous episodes yeah, right on, now. It's on the. Yeah, yeah. I need. I need to be really. So I got to go tuck in a kid, guys. I'll. I'll be, I'll be right back. I got to tuck in a kid. <laughs> um, yeah, I would have looked at the wand and and seen the command word, right? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it, yeah, it was um. It was something like uh, Phrygia or something like that. Phrygia, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I dated say... a girl named Phrygia once. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see Phrygia. how it ends here. Okay, so you say it again? Yes. Okay. All right, and hold it forth, and uh, a cone of freezing energy bursts forth uh, from your wand, illuminating the uh, the immediate area. Um the you can see that the magic mouth um, has its lips closed. Um, that's exactly where that uh, guard was. He turns around. You can see his mouth open, and then he's completely engulfed in this. He's going to have to make a save. Uh, give me one second. You have the info. I don't. Since I never identified it, so sorry to put work on you. Yeah, I know. Give me a sec. <clears throat> uh, Got to look up his hit dice. Give me a sec. His hit dice are as such. And thus, <laughs> he needs a thirteen. Or, uh, he needs a thirteen or higher. Here we go. Eddie failed with a four. <laughs> okay, I love this one. <laughs> All right, uh, Rin, roll me six d six. Eighteen. Eight not a great roll, but it's damage. all right. Not, not to balk at. Okay. Uh, Ted, is it fair of me to say that Yost is like leaping over me and charging at this guy after this? It's fair to say that. Absolutely. Okay, <laughs> okay so you're like frigid, and, it's a, and it uh, engulfs uh, engulfs the guy, and he immediately does a Terminator 2 T-1000, just like, hey! And then he just, boom, bursts into a thousand shards of uh, icy flesh. That pattern maybe, as well, tink, maybe. Tink, 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 and hit the ground. The mouth He's remains deep. silent. You hear nothing else for the knots. So he bursts. Would these be gobbets, John? Does he yes. burst into frozen I, gobbets? I, ice gobbets, but yes. Once they once they uh, once they melt, they will be fleshy, moist gobbets. Did he drop any torches? Um, did he drop any torch? Yeah, that's a good question. Actually, um, yes, he would have had a torch because he's by himself. Um, but I'm going to say there's a one in six chance that it got caught in the, uh, thing. So roll me, uh, you know what? No, there's a, higher, there's a much higher chance in that. I'm going to say there is a four in six chance that it got caught in the thing. Well, am I caught meaning put out or caught out. being destroyed? Being, being, being destroyed, being destroyed. Destroyed. I rolled yeah, a right. one. I'm assuming that's bad. That's bad. Yeah. So nope. nothing for you. All right. Okay. Screw it. Yost uh, grabs Lida, the hand, and they start uh, going. They'll jump over Rin. Where are we going? Are we going up, up the north stairs? stairs? North stairs. All right. <laughs> so you're, you're not going east. You're going up the one with the tortured faces and everything. You want to go east, Mike? Uh, at this point, I'm saying in for a penny, in for a pound. We just dropped 25% of their strength. Let's you go. You want me to try to do the teleporter idea? <laughs> No, we could just Either go kill we, we catch him in a hallway and just blast him. All right, let's go. You, do, oh, I mean, 
Who among us? I guess I guess Yost has HP, but everyone else is level one is the issue. And they were hardened. Yes. Now they're in leather, so their AC is low, but they were hardened. Right. I love a Ragnarok moment, but I want to make sure <laughs> we actually want to, we do have a chance to just fully escape. And the point I was making earlier is they'll most likely pursue, and I can just keep blasting them. That's yeah. a good point. I just, wherever they came from, I don't think there's only four dudes up there capturing people. I think there will be a lot more up there. Yeah, Lida ran from men, plural. Right. You know. Okay. Um, we go. We go east. Okay. I just thought we were. The whole point was we were wanting to see this set type market. That was so. the point. <laughs> well, don't listen to me, dude. I'm one no, vote. Okay. I'm okay. one vote. It's fine. Okay. All right, you know what? Yeah, I'm a natural leader, and I'm going north. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's follow you. Never. Ah, never that's right. Okay. So uh, you uh, you move past there, and you move past the the mouth, and as you pass by the eastern passageway. And you start to uh, ascend those stairs, or you get to the base of those stairs. Lyda, yeah. uh, Lyda is is you can see is very distressed, and you know that she is about she's building up a gigantic scream to go north. Yes, like she's she's, she's about her. to scream unless you do something. Lyda, Lyda, why don't you want to go north? The bad men are up there. I, I can't go up there. I I I will I'll, I'll go back. I'll go back to the I'll go back to the lake. Yes, the lake. No, you don't have to. No do one will hurt me we there. Could, we could get out if we go this way. It's a common no. place. People come and go. It's death. It's death there. All right, that's telegraph. Let's go east. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? That's what she's saying. Yeah. Come on, let's come in. Let's come in, guys. We. I'll, I'll put it this way. The trolls, if it is the troll caverns, with corpses in every direction are not a safer egress than going north where we are fairly certain, though they are evil slaver sets, setites, they are. We, in know. other words, a known danger versus an unknown danger thing, right? We, 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 we have an opportunity. If we go out. east, we're going to engage in combat with hardened fighters where only one of our party members can absorb are, more than one hit. Wait, we why are you almost, saying that? Why are you saying that? East? He, we he, don't know what east. I keep, I keep, I keep mixing east and west. Sorry, I'm, that's my bad. If we, go west, if we go west, if we go west, we're not going the rest west. of the party's are, We have three hardened fighters. We're not going three west. Of us. Let's go east. You want to go east down the stairs into the unknown? It's either that or Lida has a fucking tantrum right here and now. I, you can thwack her over the head and that'll do, that'll do you the hear, job. I mean, you I, hear I, a voice coming cruel, from the but... west. Uh, a familiar voice go, there's old Report in. That's old. I'm fine. I'm, <laughs> I'm all good. <laughs> all right, it's it's a group foot. If y'all want to, if y'all want to go east, that's fine. I I think given that all of the evidence we've gotten so far points that the set market is north. Yeah. If that is our goal, that's where it is. Now, I don't disagree that there's probably slavers at some point, which is a big quackmire. I do not think that necessarily means that east or or any other direction will not right, equally be a death trap. That's all okay. I'm pointing out. Mike, I will, I will go with what you want to do. Mike, for it. No, no, Mike. Let's experiment with. Let's put David's money where his mouth is from last week. Let's do it. Let's go north. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't. I'm not. I don't want to push y'all. No, look, look. I'm not trying to push. Y'all. I'm down for a vote. I'm just saying that's my criteria. I'll bond, that makes sense. Light on the head. Throw over my shoulder. We go. Uh, okay, so like Mike, if you disagree, come on, we got to do something. Fine. It's fine. Let's just do something before I get old and fucking die. Let's do something. Too late, baby. <laughs> right. What are you doing in Lida? 
I'm, I'm going to pick her up and say, I will protect you and cover her mouth with my hand and carry her. She will not uh, let you take her. So she is going to attempt to avoid you. If you really want to get her, you're going to have to attack her. Not not to harm her, but you're going to have to try to grab her. So you can make oh. an attack roll. She's slippery. Oh, fuck. I don't feel good about leaving her behind. Uh, forget it. Let's go. Let's, let's, uh. mm. Okay. Um, okay. Rin runs <laughs> up. And, Rin, Rin runs up, and though he would much rather use this on the slavers, casts Charm Person on Lyda. Oh, How about that? Come on, dude. Don't do that. It's not... It's not. It's not good. Are any no, of us a good alignment? Use that to get us out of a death situation. <laughs> no, we can't. We... Okay, you guys will right. paralyze without Matt. Let's just roll. No, roll I'm not paralyzed. Okay, she's, she's making a saving throw. Yeah, uh, and she fails it. And she so she gets okay. really quiet. She kind of looks up at you with like doe like eyes, uh, uh, Rin. And she's like, "Yes, yes, master." Where are we going? Let's go north. Come on, Tweed. We're Let's going go. north. We will be okay, I promise. Yeah. Great. As go. long as you're there to you protect me, Rin. Well, I will. I'll protect right. you, I swear. Yoke is going first. I will Spare die out. before you do, my dear. And that is a that is an oath. Oh, okay, so that lasts for one or more days based on intelligence. Got it. Okay. Got it. All right. So you Look head north. The stairs oh, ascend <laughs> for quite a long ways. Uh, let's see. Ba -ba. Like different map long ways, or should I stay on this no, map? No, same map. Okay. Give me a sec. Okay. So as you ascend the stairs, they go up and up and up. Every 30 feet, there is one of these gigantic carbon faces, all unique on either side. And as you pass by them closely, when you get really close to uh, some of them, uh, you can hear the sound of desperate wailing and ululation can be heard from within the depths of their, uh, their pulled back, uh, rictus mouths as well. Um, and it is very, very disturbing. And the sound kind of builds up a little bit more the, the higher you go up on the steps as if you're entering into a very dreadful place. Um, John, I am indeed. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. What's that? I said I am indeed going to pull my set um, pendant out uh, on top of my Azure armor. Okay. Uh, let's see. One. It's hard to measure these because the stairway markings like... <laughs> uh, they, they, they overlap like the the square markings. You know what I mean. So it's hard for me to yeah. count that. Uh, give me a second. I was laughing at uh, at Ted's lovely uh, grotesque curious here. Great, great drawings. The hideous rictuses of agony. <laughs> okay, I'm pretty pretty sure, but I'm not exactly sure. So we may have to adjust later. But um, uh. Including the the first set that you drew there, Ted. So including that, there should be twelve. Uh, so one hundred and twenty feet worth of stairway that goes upwards. I need to add twenty more feet, and no passages go off to the right or the left. They do not. Um, they, it goes straight up. Every thirty feet, there is one of those faces. Um, however, you're being very careful and very slow. Thus, don't mind me. Are we uh, investigating any of the faces? Also, I thought we were no. trucking it. Are we? Are we being careful? Or are we running? Yeah, run. Are we running? running? I don't think we're being careful. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially oh. knowing that those guys are behind us. This is okay. really like trucking it up the stairs. All right. Wait, did I miss something? What are we doing? <laughs> we're running. I'm asking. Running. We don't have to. I was, he, he said we were being very careful. And no, therefore, he was rolling random. And I was saying, hold on. I thought we agreed we were sprinting up the stairs. No. Are we? I are we? Even, I, I'm not trying to force my. I think he was rolling, David, to see how long it took those guys to catch up to us. Exactly. Which is why I was, I was figuring. Wandering yeah. encounter or something. Okay. So yeah, you're, you're, you're running as fast as you can. Um, so within the uh, just you know less than a turn, you you're you you're kind of out of breath because you're running upstairs, um, but you make your way all the way up. Um, and after that 120 feet, it levels off onto a landing that goes that extends for another 10 feet to the north. Okay. Whoops. Dang it. This. Why is it doing this? Anyways, oh, there we go. So there's a landing that goes, uh, it extends another 10 feet. And at that point, it also um, heads uh, to the west level for another 10 feet. All right. And past that 10 feet, John, I assume you're stopping the description there because we haven't gone into the intersection. Uh, it's up to you. Why? I just want to peek around the corner to the one to, you said it was to the west. I'm sorry, or to the east? Yeah, to, yeah, the, east. to the west. Yeah. To the west, okay. Oh, to the, the west, right. Um, all right, John, I just want to, before we step onto the landing, I want to peek around the corner to the west. Okay, so it only goes for 10 feet, but you can see that it then uh, immediately goes to the north again um, with a shorter staircase that heads up. You have dark vision, right? Um, so peering around the corner, I guess you could probably see it. So... Um, there's another staircase that goes up for another 20 feet before it uh, debouches into another four-way intersection of flat corridors um, that go in all of the cardinal directions. You're coming in from the south, obviously. And or, is it still so well-traveled that there's no footprints here? Yes. Yes. Yep. So like that, John, did I draw that right? You drew that. Uh, you drew that right. Yes, you did. Well done. Okay. Did that while running and carrying a giant spear. We're going to slow down here just a little bit, I think, guys, because we are um, – we should still go faster than exploration, but not be dead sprinting. Can I move up to the next intersection and look to the east and the west? Uh, yeah. So, first of all, it took uh, – I'm going to say that – let's see. I guess it was because you guys were running, so I guess it'd still be within the same turn. Okay. Um, uh, first of all, what you hear behind you when you stop on that landing, back down the stairs into the darkness. Okay, you can hear <laughs> those um, those men. Oh, gross. What happened to Berthold? <laughs> yeah, you hear them sort of cry out in alarm. No, they were here. Something happened to Berthold. There's not much left of them. Looks like looks like someone was able to cast some arcane magic there, boss. Oh, it sure <laughs> does. No one ends up like this by accident, that's for darn sure. <laughs> you can kind of hear this like echoing up the stairway. Where are you, my pretties? You can't hide forever. John, well, yeah, we're gonna try. I, I would like to do two things. When we get to the uh the zigzag, like the, the notch over. Yeah, right, because I'm in the back line. Rather than go Austin all the way up the additional 30, since we're kind of in a lot of people, I'm going to sit catty-cornered, right, defensively, with the idea that I could shoot diagonally, like, into the stairwell. Does that make sense? 
I'm trying yeah, to use that. Yeah. You'll only hit one guy that way, or maybe two. Yeah. If yeah, you want to hit all three of them, you need to be. Yeah. And, and what's I don't the think I'll ever hit more than one because it's only a 10 foot wide corridor. No, but the only one of them will come into your cone of effect at a time, unless you're like right in front of them. Yeah, like, yeah, you're pointing uh, down the hallway with your cone. Yeah. Or if you're letting them come up. You don't you don't play enough first person shooters, David. That's your problem. Yeah, right dude. Right? No, this <laughs> is precisely what I'm okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. This is getting way too middly. Immediately. What 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 I'm okay, two things I need to clarify because I can't recall. If I hit someone point blank in the face with the cone, does it exceed through them to a yes. to a party behind them? Yes. It does. Okay, that's all I need. Area of effect spell. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's all I need to know. And how far this... how long is the cone? That's my other question. Is it 30 feet or 60? I believe it was. Uh, 60, 60 feet long, 30 feet wide at the far end. So, David, you're far better to just stand at the top of the landing. And when they're like 20 feet away from you, then so this, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to sit in dark vision in the dark. Right. Although they're going to be bringing lanterns up, I imagine at the top of that stairwell. Purchase. While you while you explore, if you all decide you want to run somewhere else, I'll follow. But like I'm defensively staying there. The other thing I'm going to do. I'm sorry to everyone. Because this is going to feel evil, but I'm going to go, Lida, my dear. I think to defend us, I will need that belt and necklace of yours. Oh, dude, that belt is for me. Why Since she's that? charmed, I imagine she'll give it to me. Yes. Whatever, you, whatever you need, Rin. I'm going to take the belt, I'm going to put it on, and I'm going to put the 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 uh, uh, the Arden necklace uh, tokens on my neck. Okay. There was nothing else she had on her person, right? That we didn't already trade for. That was it. It was a trashy okay. dagger and like some garbage. Guys, I do gotta, I feel I anything? It was a trash dagger. Right back. Okay. Huh? Do I feel anything upon donning the belt, John? Uh, let me check. You feel a sense of de- depraved, bitter uh, feelings because of what you did to poor Yost, who okay, deserved that belt. <laughs> Yost, you'll get it soon too. I'm not going to keep. You're it, walking just... around with a pockets full of scrolls. You got a magic wand of nuclear <laughs> annihilation. I've got the pointed stick. My dear friend, I will give you it to you, but she would not give it to you uh, without my aid, so I have to get it first. But it's definitely yours, dude. I don't need it. Cruel. Poor you. just purely using it in this moment. <laughs> he's barely dressed. He has nothing. Belt is all he's ever asked for. Well, not just that. It is so Conan for you to have a big furry belt on. So. No. Uh, I want a total... Fucking World Wrestling Federation belt, big old gold. What, what if it's a cursed belt and it makes her mad? And the minute I put it on, I become mad. <laughs> no one will notice. Okay, That's so uh, the first thing that hap- uh, that you notice when you put on the belt, okay, you strap it on, um, is that you uh, you immediately get a sense that it was not meant for your kind. Big time. <laughs> um, however, that does not uh, it does not seem to limit. Um, its abilities that are imposed upon you. Um, first of all, you feel uh, much more robust and healthy. You have a plus one to your constitution. Um, in addition, uh, Breggy, you in particular, Breggy, when you look at uh-huh. Rin now, your normal distaste for elves is completely washed away. And you can't, help, kind. you can't help... You can't... You can't help but be impressed by the imposing presence and uh, natural uh, uh, attraction you have to Rin. It's just like if, if it's almost like the Elrond um, uh, Durin friendship from the Lord of the Rings show. 
right? Right. It's like he he would be Elrond. Like he just belongs with your people. Like he just understands your people. And it's like if you could confide in him, like he's the dwarfiest uh, elf you've ever seen. Does um, he grow a beard? No. Um, in addition, Ren, your spatial awareness of the slanting passageways and stairs and stonework and all that kind of stuff sort of uh, illuminates in your mind and you can sort of perceive these things um, and uh, the, the knowledge sort of infuses you as you sort of take a look around. Wouldn't huh. I have felt that same like level of like closeness to Lida? Yeah, probably. I just forgot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very <Lucky> fair. <laughs> Um, that's amazing. Uh, I will give it to Yost, but I'm going to enjoy it while I have it, baby. (laughs) What happens if you give it to a dwarf? Do they get more dwarfy? Okay. Um, at the same time as you're kind of doing this and you're standing in that landing way back down the stairs, as you kind as you heard, uh, the leader there sort of, uh, challenge you, right. Um, you hear another voice and, uh, none of you recognize it except for Breggy who does recognize it. Um, and you, you hear a, uh, gentleman, Gentlemen, behind you. And you hear, who the fuck is that? And um, you hear like, uh, you know, spears and, you know, uh, armor and shields and all that sort of stuff, you know. Uh, Before you do something rash, uh, I have have, uh, something I'd like to talk to you about. All glory to Set and to the Guild of Service, of course. And uh, they, and... uh, he says, "Back this way, please. Back into the room. We, we we can talk in private." And then, like the voices sort of dwindle away. Uh, uh, Breggy, you recognize that as the voice of Gillen. Yeah, it sounded like a Gillum. Sound like a wizard. Okay. I do think we should note all glory to set in the Guild of Service as a introductory statement. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna, again keeping my set pendant out. That's going to be the minute thing. If and when, not that it'll work, I'm going to pitch that this Azure Shield is from someone I like killed the armor, right? Which is not unlikely because I'm an elf. <laughs> so, all right, cool. The necklace didn't in, uh, confer, like give me any vibes, did it? John? The necklace did not, no, but you should note that you have it. It is a necklace that contains a, a feather, a large feather, yeah. and a very large um, uh, uh, claw. Yeah. And you saw that, like a feather and a claw. Yeah. in your in your vision yeah, it, right it, it is it is what he brought back from his uh Arden trial fighting the owlbears in the first trial it is 100 percent the token of his success and she took yeah. it from him as he was dying and like made it into like a nice necklace so i think it's important for us to have no matter what right, um, right, right. cool 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 um all right if they're not pursuing actively and i don't know that we want to go and ambush two parties <laughs> do we want to continue northward exploring yeah, we so well. we're at a there's a four way intersection here. Yep, I'll stay. I'll um, stand guard there just in case while they're yeah, doing this, should. John. But just like yeah. you know, okay. So all right, um, Yost will. Are, are you? He was are, I'm, I'm sorry, Ted. Are you, are you guys moving up the staircase to investigate the intersection, or are you stay hanging back? Yes. Yes, no, that was the plan all along. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you say what was Yost going to do, Ted? Sorry. Well, since he was running up the stairs first. He'll come up to that top of that twenty-foot set of stairs there, and uh, shine his lantern. We'll, we'll, we'll yeah, shine the lantern around and look and see what we can see down those corridors. Okay, so first of all, you can see that uh, to the north, it continues on for uh, thirty feet to the very edge of your lantern light. At the very end of your lantern light, you can see that it opens up into a larger chamber, but you can't you can't 
determine anything about it. A 30 um, foot corridor? Uh, 30, 30 feet. And then after 30 feet, it opens up. But that's the end of your torchlight. Okay. Right. Okay. To the east, it goes 20 feet and it ends at a door that is shut. Heavy wood. It is shut. With iron bands. To the west, um, it goes on for 10 feet before opening up into a large rectangular chamber. Not large, um, a, a chamber um, that is 20 feet east to west by 30 feet north to south. And um, the uh, the corridor enters in from the direct middle of the eastern side. Um, you can also see at the far end. What? Sorry, John. Um, that's a lot to process. It was 20 feet north to south? 20 feet east to west, 30 feet east north to west. south. And the corridor enters into the room from the direct middle of the eastern wall. Okay. On the far end of that uh, of that chamber, on the western middle of the western wall, so directly across from where you're looking, is another door. Uh, the in that chamber, because you can kind of see in there with your lantern light, uh, you can see that it is uh, it has been very recently vacated. There is a couple of benches. There's a water barrel. Um, there's a set of broken shackles on the ground. Uh, there's a coiled whip that's on the floor. Um, there is a brass horn that is hanging from the wall. And, uh, yeah. Like that's is where the slavers were hanging out. Certainly seems like that might have been the case. Any so, torches lying around or vials of oil? Um, I think there's probably a decent chance. Let's make it a four and six chance of a torch or two. Go ahead and roll. All right. Yeah. So we'll, let's go in there, guys. We'll go in that room and I'm going to loot for four. Okay, cool. Uh, roll me a D3. So roll a D6 and make it a D3. Okay, you find one, one torch. One lousy torch. All right. Well, I'm going to I'm gonna put it in my... Uh, stick it in my belt to keep it handy. All right. Okay. I am still guarding at the top of the stairs, by the way. Just okay. get a reminder of every few. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you guys are in that room. Now, I think this is a good point to switch <laughs> teams. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> what? What's the matter? Oh, I want to keep playing the C team. This is fun. Okay, if you want to keep no, playing, we can play playing. No, can't. We're going to the A team. Ah, the A team. Mort's fine. Everybody loves Mort. Okay, okay we can good. stay here. What do you do? Um, uh, so we searched the room a little bit. You know, finding a torch. So there was like what benches? You said water barrels, food. No, no a couple food. of benches, water barrel, set of broken shackles, coiled whip, brass horn. Okay, and a door. Yep. What do you think, Mike? Um, I say we dump a bunch of mortality in the water barrel and then giggle and run. I, I don't have any mortality. I know. Neither do I. Okay. All right. Um, quick question. Is the brass yeah. horn a drinking horn, a blowing horn? Blowing horn. Yeah. Take the, take the brass horn and the whip, baby. You got to take the yeah. whip and the brass horn. Each well, one is an item else slot. Take it I'm fully loaded up on item slots right now without dropping my speed. I can take them. The beauty of the whip is that it has entangle. And entangle is incredibly useful as a weapon attribute, even if you're not doing damage. Just okay. FYI. John, I'd take both the brass horn and the whip. Okay. One right. slot each. It drops my movement to 90. Fine. Okay. 
Um, Yost is going to listen at that door while he's doing that. Okay, roll me a d6. Uh, I rolled a five. I assume that's a failure. I believe that is for Yost. Yep. I, I push. I push him out of the yeah. way. I push him out of the way and say, oh, "You gotta be a dwarf to do this right." Stupid okay. human. That'll take another turn. Uh, can I not do it simultaneously with him? It doesn't matter. I, I fail anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right. Go get. Uh, let's let's get. Um... Hold on. Now it's been two turns at this point. So let's see if. Um, Rin is like seeing activity on the stairwell, right? Okay. I have see. another thing I want to do, John, while they're doing this, just in terms of the passage of time, is I'm going to dump out my entire water skin on a several stairs if I can, with the idea that both that it'll be slick, and if I use the ice wand, that water will turn to ice and make running up those stairs a might bit more difficult. Which one, the small Why don't set? We just or- up on the barrel, David. Sure. Fuck yeah. So you bring the barrel. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that's happening, what, right? What, like, what, I were in. I'm like going to do that. But if you want to like be like, we found some water. Let's pour the water down the stairs. Even if we want to just do it before they come up here, I can ice wand and freeze the fucking. Stairs, I assume you're dude. talking about the long stair, not the short one, right? Yeah, the long, long stair. Yes, because okay. there's two groups down there. It's a great. It'll take a turn. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Joseph and I will carry the barrel of water back to the long stairs. Okay, and I'll roll and listen checks in the now? same turn. We'll call the call the barrel dumping another turn. Okay, okay. so I'm gonna, it, it splashes down the stairs. I'm going to use can the ice one now. Throw our water skins before we do that. Sure. Is that necessary? Yeah, yeah, I'd like to. We'll still drink up and get hydrated. Okay, here's here's what I'm actually doing because I don't want to confuse. Sorry, I'm not going to ice wand yet, but I'm my plan is to ice wand when we leave, regardless of whether we see them. I got I'm going to so continue just west, to stand guard steps, here. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to continue to stand guard here while you guys explore the other room. And then when you give me the cube, we're going to leave. I'm using the ice wand to freeze that passage. Does okay. that make sense? Okay, yep. cool. I don't, I don't love the expenditure of the charge, but... I know, but yeah. I just like... Uh, if, if we got 12 guys coming after us, it feels like a, a good risk to have. And remember, I recharged it with the... Um, I know, I remember. Yeah. Uh, do you want to listen at the eastern uh, door to you there, Yost? Or do we want to just explore with this one? So... I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at the map and I'm thinking if these guys are like guarding this section, this is where they hang out and there's a door in their guarding room. That's the, I feel like that's the door. Well, or is it a bunk room? Yeah. Let's just open the door and find out. Yeah. Let's just open the door. Who's trying to open the door? Uh, Yost, open the door. Yost, you attempt it. it, it, It's, um, it uh, it it's not locked. You can tell it's not locked, but it's definitely stuck. Seems to have it's been a stuck door. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it's a good thing I am uh, very strong, and I will uh, attempt to open the stuck door. I don't suppose anybody's got a crowbar in there. Uh, I do. Give me that crowbar. I do. All, All right. right. I pass on my crowbar. I don't think I have a crowbar. No, I have seriously dumped almost everything in order to carry treasure um yeah does a crowbar uh modify this roll john uh yeah i'll give you an extra pip on the die so i normally uh, would have a five or a six so now i have a four five or six and i roll a four okay so you crowbar to the win you wrench open the door and it pops open um and 
let's see. Uh, that's roll when me, the bees came out. Roll me a surprise check. Don't roll a uh-huh. one or two. <laughs> you oh, bastard. Why, why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not, John? Tell me why not. <laughs> okay, one moment. What's your AC, Yost? It's not a lot. It's 12, because yeah. some people won't let me wear clothes. Well, you let you. It's your particular idiom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it? 12? 12. Okay. So you open the door, and then you feel a sharp pain, a very sharp pain in your gut as uh, something punches through your flesh and into you. Um, and that's going to be four points oh, of damage, Yost. Um, okay. as a crossbow bolt, you just, you just hear like you open the door and you hear a, th- you hear like twang and then thack, like right into your, into your, and you, and the rest of you guys behind him, you see Yost double over and groan in pain. Um, as, uh, he's got a crossbow bolt buried in his, um, in his, um, in his midsection and you hear, uh, beyond him, you hear a, uh, stay back. Uh, okay. Yost, when you peer through the haze of pain into the room, yeah, you can see that there is a very uh, short staircase that goes down for ten feet before debouching into a um, like a ten foot wide uh, section of corridor that has been completely cut off by natural rock. And at the base of that staircase, peering up at you, lowering a crossbow appears to be a um, a very bedraggled but armored man in scale mail with a shield propped against the wall right next to him. A, a footman's mace in a loop at his belt and holding a light crossbow, which he is hastily lowering and attempting to pull out that mace. Um, his, his hair is sort of long and um, scraggly and unwashed, and his face is like a mess of, of, um, of dirt and grime. Is it your buddy, Mike? Yeah, I was going to ask that, or is this David's next character? Is um, it only what Yost see? Yost is very big, so he's basically blocking um, the ability to see through. Like, uh, yeah, Yost, Yost doesn't like taking damage like that. That's very rude. And uh, Yost, um, I think, would uh, uh, immediately uh, wrench the crossbow bolt out of his belly, pointing out very loudly that it did as much damage as all of uh, Breggy's hit points and then continue to wade into combat, spear out, stepping forth, bellowing about who dares shoot Yost okay. the Mighty. Yost right, roll, the most. Roll, uh, roll initiative, please. I got a three. I have a, oh, a three. No, I have a six, apparently. Sorry. <laughs> what did I you roll first? I rolled the three first. So you rolled a six next? Okay, so I get a roll. Yeah. Okay, you won. All right, okay. so you barrel in. He is hastily like dropping his crossbow, attempting to pick up his shield and his mace. But uh, you right. right now you have the benefit. Um, his right. AC right now without a shield is going to be 13. All right. I will strike him with prejudice. I rolled a 19, oh. to which I add six. So I believe I have struck him. And then I will roll a D10 uh, damage dice for um, a total of nine points of damage to him. Okay. All right. That's with uh, what, your spear? 
Black Iron Spear. Oh, that's plus two versus humanoids. So that's does that affect his damage? I guess it does. So it does. Uh, this is a humanoid. Ten points of damage. Ten points of damage. So one more. Yeah, an additional point. Okay. Because he's a human. Okay, so you barrel down the stairs, and he's like frantically trying to get his weapons out, um, but he's not able to dodge the blow. And you, uh, he's just picking up his shield, and you bat it aside and just uh, ram the spear, uh, basically in the mirror image of, of where he got you with the bolt. So like uh, for like, sure. um, he collapses and wheezes over the spear, coughing up blood. Um, and is oh, um, as he uh, wrenches his mace out and attempts to pull himself off the spear. Um, you guys are now in, uh, let's see, so he is going to arm himself okay. is what he's going to do this round and pull himself off that spear. Do I um, get a round? Do I get uh, an action if we want initiative? No, because it, you'd have no idea what's going on. Um, not this not this round, because it was a surprise. So the uh, So that's what he's going to do this round, and he's going to pull himself off, but you guys are still in melee. Top of the round. Now you guys are aware. Um, uh, melee movement for you, Yost. Uh, well, let's see here. Where's my movement? Um, so if my base movement is um, 90, then my melee is 30. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you going oh, to... Oh, I'm sorry. I thought... I thought you were asking me how much can I move. I no. don't know why I thought that. Are you doing? Uh, I do not plan on moving. I plan on standing my ground uh, and delivering mortal blows to this. Okay, uh, rascal he, he is going to declare. Me. He's going to declare melee movement. He's going to attempt to fighting withdrawal uh, around you and out up the stairs and out. Uh, do, so does anyone want to behind him? He's like trapped down here. Yes. Do you want to um, cast spells? Anybody? No one has spells, right? Right. Um, okay, so that'll do it. Um, roll for initiative, please. I got a six. Right. That's not good. Nope. I got a one. Okay. All right. So he he, uh, is, he outwitted me. Yes. So he uh, he grabs his shield and uh, uh, breathing heavy and coughing up blood, he um, swipes at you on his way uh, out with his mace, trying to clock you on the head. What is your AC? Twelve. Twelve. He hits. Flame. Uh, he's going to do, what is that? Uh, bu, bu, bu. It's one thing that really annoys me about this module is that they don't, well, I'm not going to go into it. Um, <laughs> let's see. Two, one, D, one, D, six. Okay. I got it. Ooh. Oh, he's going to deal eight points of damage to you as he puts some force behind that with some relatively decent muscle as he clocks you against the head and you're, you just spit teeth against the wall. Um, as uh, he slams you against the wall, pushes past you and up the stairs. Um, he immediately comes to a halt as he basically enters uh, into a, 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 you guys, the rest of you, <laughs> as, as you were uh, encircling him. Um, but uh, that was Is the end Harold of... wary? Huh? Yes. Uh, so as, as he comes up, uh, Breggy, you can see through the blood and the wild eyes and the desperation that this is indeed your companion, Harold the Wary. Um, it is now your turn in combat. All right. I'm going to like actually hold my weapons like in a way that is not threatening. Right. So like this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Harold, Harold, it's me, Breggy. I escaped the slavers, too. Um, He's like breathing heavy. He's like, <gasps> Breggy. Breggy. That's Yost. Yost, stand down. Uh, yeah, because Yost actually still has an attack left this uh, this initiative. But OK, I'll stand down. That's cool. Has anyone else uh, attempted to commit violence against 
uh, Harold? No. No. Okay. Okay. All right. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have him make a morale check to see like if his, you know, because he got violently attacked, right? And he's, yeah. he's not feeling great. He's got like a big spear wound in him. Um, so he, he may just be like, uh, this is too much, you know, like I'm, I'm the fuck I'm out of here. Um, so I'm going to say that, um, uh, but he does see like a, like a a friend, some, some that he considered a friend. So does he have the wherewithal? I'll give him a morale of eight. Okay. Okay. So where's my dice? So he needs to roll in, um, a, um, what is it? A uh, eight or under? He will be cool. Okay. Two dice, right? With, with two d six. Here we go. Yeah. Tell that Harold to be cool. Be cool. Okay, he's gonna be cool. He brought a seven. All right. All right. All right. Harold, Harold, like, be cool, man. He he's like keep that keep that monster away from me. Yeah, um, I'm sorry comes. about that. He, he was a little surprised when you shot him with a crossbow. Whoa. Well, what was we I just, supposed to do? I thought it was the slavers. Have- yeah, well, we just skipped past those slavers. Our buddy Rin, who I'm lifelong friends with, is keeping guard <laughs> at the top of the stairs. Um, they almost caught us too. Um, but he's gonna he's got a little surprise for him if they come back. How many of them are there? The slavers? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot. A lot. <laughs> he's like spitting up blood. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. He's like, I thought they were gonna be the worst of my problems today. <laughs> Uh, John, is he like staggered? Is he like dying, or is he? Is he what? Uh, is he dying? Is he like doing that death roll thing? No, he but just... he's like at. If, if we were playing four E, he'd be be what we call bloodied. <laughs> Let's put it oh, okay, gotcha. All right, all right. Um, I'm gonna hand him a water skin. I'll take a sip of the water skin first mm-hmm. and hand it to him. He glugs it down. Like, oh. Yep. Because you got anything? You got anything stronger, Breggy? Christ sorry, Almighty! I... That. You got some power behind you there, Yost. You yeah. shot me in the belly. That yeah, was my well, favorite stomach. I'd say I apologize, but you want to compare wounds? <laughs> you knocked out my wisdom teeth. That's all but I had. When it you looks at you with those dead eyes. Teeth, all right. So, gap in his front teeth. Right. Um, all right. So, let's just try and get the lay of the land from Harold where he's been since he escaped and like, has he been hiding in that room the entire time? So. Yeah. I, it hasn't been that long friend. As you know, I was up here and uh, I, I was scouting along. I thought I might be able to make it with the, in the form, but all it's just slavers everywhere around here had to retreat. They saw me. I ran into the room and uh, closed the door behind me. Thankfully it was stuck. And I don't think, I don't think the men that were guarding here were aware I was going to try to sneak out when I heard them leave. They must have been, are they tracking you? They must have been. Yeah, they heard us. We set off some sort of magic mouth trap at the bottom of those stairs. Well, why aren't you, and, why are yeah. you with these folk and not with Gillen? Well, I mean, a lot like you, as soon as I realized what Gillen was up to, I decided I didn't want any part of that. I ran into these guys just in the process. I knew you Don't had a good heart. You heard Gillen talking to... Sorry, don't forget to mention you mentioned you you heard Gillen talking to the other slavers down there. So he's yeah. down the stairs. Yeah. Yep. I will yeah. I will mention that to you. I would also like to point out that Breggy did not shoot me when he met me. <laughs> I don't have a crossbow. Uh, ah. <laughs> that might be it. It's just a case of mistaken identity, friend. <laughs> we'll let bygones be bygones. Yeah. In the we meantime, I right. think the larger yeah. threat here are these slavers. They're everywhere. Let me tell you. 
up north, I can confirm I didn't get far enough, but that is where the forum is. Unfortunately, it looks like the Guild of Service, which is what they call themselves. That's where their base is. I could hear the screaming and moaning of other slaves in that direction. But I think that might be the only way to the forum itself. Other directions, I don't know. Hmm. It's looking dire, Chaps. I'm not going to lie. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, what about let's go to the east? East it is. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, I'm just taking our notes. Uh, yes. Let's go to the forum. Um, How before, long are we waiting for you to pull your little ice trap thing? And well, if we're leaving now and you guys say we're ready, I will ice it now. Okay. I also, though, if there's time and um, Harold can tell us he knows exactly where the set marketplace is. Or I was taking notes, or well, generally. He said to the north. He thinks that's the way to go to the forum, but you have to go through the entire guild of service, which is set up there, capturing ah. and killing slaves right before, like before you get to the forum. He kind okay, of points. He kind of gestures around, like down the stairs, and he's like, "You know where you are, right? This is the long stair. You've you've heard of it, right? The long stair. I have, um, but yeah." You, no one's no one's heard you guys haven't heard of it before but he just sort of shakes his head and he's it's like it's the it's the path to one's death if you find yourself on the long stair you're going to be one of them one of the slaves that they sell in the markets okay so this is a good a normal thing uh and well, we don't have any it. assurance harold we don't know uh okay i guess i'll i'm not gonna character voice i'll ice i'll do my ice on the stairs and expend a charge john Oh, okay. roll for that. I would just like I'm just trying to freeze all that water. How cold are the tunnels? Feet. So yeah, okay. So yeah, so you like it does. It does exactly what you want. Like it coats that entire. Oh, well, for, what did I say? Sixty feet for the range. Sixty feet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so sixty feet down. 60. Yeah. So that's most. That's, that's most of that section of stairway. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck them. Okay. Right. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. This is a lot of uh, uh, bad language. This episode. Apologies, audience. Um. And to clarify one more thing, we don't know for certain that the other that the other direction leads uh, somewhere else. We just are oh. avoiding the slavery. There's a door to the east. I see we go that way. If you believe Harold, Harold says the Guild of Service and the Forum are both to the north. East, there we have no possibility. idea. I'm going to come up. I'm going to join this conversation and say, it may be risky, but there's a possibility that we can... Um, I have manacles. Ren literally has manacles on his inventory that we can put Harold in manacles and pretend to be oh, slavers and, and, and move. And what I'm saying is like move quickly through this area. We have Lida, you know, and, and Harold, we can tie up and pretend like they're, they're our prisoners and just like plow through the guild and get to the, the marketplace as quick as possible. If, if only we had charmed one of the guild members to like guide us through. <laughs> 
it would be great to be able to do that. <laughs> but but Lida would have been screaming the whole time, right? Like yeah. Lida's the 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 so I'm only saying that because I'm down to check the east. Absolutely. As always, I, I'm not like trying to force I would it. like to go east first, personally. Let's do that. I, say, Let's do that. I say we're at the top of the line <laughs> stairs. With that we have that to our advantage, right? We're not at the bottom based on what Harold said. I think that's a good thing. Let's go east. And we've gotten Lida past, you know, the stairs. We go east and maybe there's a sideways we can come around to the forum or something. So assuming that you're kind of talking as Yost and floating these ideas, Ted, um, yeah. uh, Harold, he's like, he puts a hand on your shoulder and he's like, he's like, no, no, Yost, you don't understand. You're in the midst of the stairs. There's much more to the north. It goes on and on and on. They want to demoralize their captives as they're taking them to the, to the market. It's a long, agonizing passage. You're at the very base. You're at the base. Ooh, I did think I that think wasn't all that long. It, I don't know. Yeah, the long it, it it gets its name because it is indeed very yeah. very long. So, so I'll point out the kind voice. I'll say that sounds to me like this eastern passage won't lead to an escape because the the marketplace yeah, is far further up. So if we want to get to the marketplace, friends, we have to do a bit of a boondoggle. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking way too intelligent for Ren. It's fine. It doesn't matter. Uh, we have to do... I don't know. We'll figure it out. Um, yeah. I would, however, as we're sending, at some point, remove my armor and put on... Just like be... Fuck, I could pretend to be one of the captives. Okay, I'll be a captive. If We don't have to do this, but... I could be a captive. Stay in your armor, man. Like I think okay. you're overthinking. We you, we can't plan it now because we don't have data. Right. Keep okay. your armor on in case we get in a fight. Can I? Right. Don't <clears throat> I think East, if, if our concern is still, we have very few rations, we have very little light, and we have no idea where we're going to end up. Entering into another area that's just going to be another dungeon to explore is not survival. It's not yeah. more survival right. than going through the to the marketplace and trying to get our way through yeah. the the guild. Can and we I know the guild's Her- introduction. Can I just ask Harold um, if the forum is the quickest way back to the surface? The, the forum? Get out. Well, there's... there. Harold doesn't know. Um, he assumes that because many people both with... Uh, the rumors are Harold has never been there. Mm-hmm. But the rumors that oh. he has heard... The rumors that he has heard is that the hall... The, that the forum of set has uh, multiple peoples from not only within the halls, the different factions within the halls, but also within Burdock's Valley itself, that it must have some sort of at right. least attainable egress, um, even okay. if it's not nearby, but maybe direct. Um, but but once again, Harold is actually making like wild assumptions based upon just common rumors. You know? All right, let's do it. Let's go up the stairs. Yeah, I think that if we're at the bottom or middle of the stairs, we need to keep going north and get out yeah, of here. Gonna get out, man. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to say that the meeting with Harold took a turn. Um, and yeah, give me a sec. Okay, so you um, you move out of the room and you head north. So after 30 feet, it uh, empties. It opens up into a chamber that is 20 feet north to south by 30 feet east to west. And the corridor continues on uh, to the north in the middle of the room, uh, in the middle of the northern wall. Sorry, room have anything in it? Hmm. Does this room have anything in it? Yeah, I'll just give me the dimensions. One second. Oh, okay. Before we get One there, sorry, progressing. Is there any value in us taking the empty barrel that water was in? 
we could like put uh, a human, we could hide someone in it. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there if you all have any ideas. About a lot that. Of, that seems like a lot of encumbrance to me. Okay. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. Hate to say it because I like that you're thinking outside the barrel. I'm just trying to give us options for when and if that juncture comes. Yep. Unless yep. you're going to shove Lida in it, you know. That's what I was thinking is maybe put Lida in it. I don't know, I right? Don't think like, should go for that though. Charm or no charm, it seems like. What if it, we put you in it, Mike? Because you're smaller. Yeah, but I'm heavy. And if, and if it, I know, <laughs> but if things go go to shit, you can burst out like a, a birthday cake and stab some necks. Oh yeah. Or you know what I mean? Wear, like you, you are another combatant they don't know we have. So if they try to shake us down, it's like a good surprise. Here's the other thing, though, David, is I'm actually carrying a brass horn and a whip, so mm. I look more like a slaver than anything else. So it's a it's a large barrel. If you want to carry it, it'd be the only thing you can carry, um, and no, it would be a three it. a three encumbrance item. No, let's what just if, what if that. What if Mike attached suspenders to it and wore it like, you know, over, like over. <laughs> I mean, I have a hundred feet of rope for what it's worth. I do have a hundred feet of rope. Right. Um, I, I think, I think we have the brass horn and we have the whip and we look like slavers and we do that. And like we tie you and me and Yost tie you and Lida together. And then the rest of us kind of come through there and try and bullshit yeah. our way through. And I have manacles too, if we want to use them. So. Okay, so just not lock them. <clears throat> cool. So, are you not taking anything from the room then? I'm taking the, the whip and the, and the and the whip, the whip and the horn, John. Okay, and all right. Perch. So you move north into the chamber. Um, mm -hmm. It is as, as as I described. There is um, for dimensions. The east and west walls are painted with identical frescoes. Each fresco has an enormous bulbous human uh, uh, nose, and they're so detailed. The frescoes themselves, maybe not carvings, but frescoes, uh, but they're detailed. They have uh, pores and follicles on the noses themselves. Um, um, and as you uh, enter the room, the frescoes themselves on either side animate, and you can see the nostrils on the nose expand, and there's an audible intake of air, like a, a deep inhalation. And then uh, they, they stop for a second. And then as you all kind of file into the room, um, uh, let's see, um, there is a, a large braying sound emanates from either fresco, like a like coming from either side Yeah. after they inhaled something. Uh, yes, Mike? When we go into the room, can we say praise set and all honor to the guild of service? Sure. The same thing happens. Damn it. Okay. Oh, well. Uh, all right. Yeah. All glory to set and the Guild of Service is the exact words, just for what it's worth. Okay. Glory to set and yeah, what he said. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's just keep going, though, guys. Come on. Yeah, we just got to keep moving. Yeah. You continue north? Yep. Yeah. Okay. The moment this you step outside <laughs> of the room and continue continue along the corridor, um, uh, the... <laughs> You can see immediately that in front of you that there is 20 feet of flat quarter that is going uh, north before you hit the base of another set of stairs that is going upwards um, into the darkness. However, beyond there in the darkness, uh, uh, up above the steps, like beyond, you can hear numerous booted feet uh, moving. A lot. Okay, we're committed now, Ted, to this, um, to this disguise, right? You want to go through the alarms, probably. This is the more assured area of survival. So let's just keep on going. When I see them, I'm going to say, <clears throat> David, what was the phrase again? 
You're going to say all glory to set in the Guild of Service. They're probably going to not recognize you, so you might have to pitch that you want to become a part of. No, I'm going to say that I'm Berthold's friend. He just signed me up. Okay, perfect. And, uh, and yes. um, yeah. Smart uh, motherfucker. I love it. I love it. Okay. John, cool. we're going to keep on going. Okay. We're going to keep the lantern on. Um, I'm going to go in front of the group, you know, looking as tough as I can. And when I see figures coming down the stairs, I'm going to, I'm going to yell, you know, um, glory to set. And what was it again? Jesus Christ. I can't oh remember. It's on our notes. It says it's all glory to set in the all guild of service. All, all glory, glory to set in the guild of service. And, and I want to point out as loud as I can up the stair up the stairway. I want to point out that uh, if I'm keeping my armor on, I should be in manacles, but I will still have Isis wand of threading the manacles on. We can manacles up on you. You can you can use a wand and have manacles on you. So that's great. I know I know I know. But so I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll be like this. But I'm gonna kind of like maybe I'll have the the wand kind of like you know one of these right in the sleeve. Does that make sense? Yep. Wait. So okay. it, is Rin the only one that's looking like a prisoner then? No, no. Um, Lida is too. Lida is a prisoner. I think as many people as possible should be. In fact, maybe all of us, but Mike should be if he's a known quantity from this. I don't know story. if it's. I don't know if it's believable that I would <laughs> be true. four people up by myself. So no. me especially, and Yost at least. Me and Yost at least to be guards. There's no way to hide all of our weapons true. in a way. Yeah, that are would the, are, the, are is it Lida, Harold, and Rin? Are they all divesting themselves of weapons to look like they have been taken prisoner? So what I'll do is I'll be walking right in front of Harold with his shield and his mace like on my back so that he can easily access them. Does okay. I don't have I don't have Oculus out, but I have the wand, like I said, kind of stuffed betwixt the manacles like this. Let's say I'll have my so, hands like this. So Oculus is across Yost's back then. Yeah. Okay, so okay. <clears throat> a lot of, there's a lot of problems here, first of all. Okay. okay. First fair. of all, you don't say. Uh, first, <laughs> yeah. Uh, first of all, you look nothing like those men right. at all. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um, in addition, uh, two-handed swords can only be carried on the shoulder. Yeah. Okay. What's a two-handed sword? You, you can never stow them. You never oh, can stow a two-handed sword. The whole back baldric thing. We we talked oh. about this. It can't be done. It, it, you uh, know, like you must use. It, you, you don't have to. You don't have to wield it with two hands, uh, David. <clears> but you must. You you have to hold it on your shoulder, basically. Okay, right? guys. I need to be one of the slavers then. It's just, it's well, too convoluted. You know otherwise, I have me in full plate with a two hand sword. Fine. And also, so I'm a slaver. Guys, we've kept Lida is the obvious slave choice, right? Yeah. She's got nothing on her. She's a poor, frail girl we captured in the dungeons. And we're like, hey, well, let's make also, some point. I agree, but Ted, also, Ted, you're also naked. So you look like we've stripped you of gear. That doesn't mean we're going to actually like tether you in a way oh, that you can't get, but like you and Lida look like. You would have been captors. Me, I, me, and Mike, and and, and I don't Harold think anybody don't. else here is strong enough to actually even lift the two, um, the iron sword, the iron spear. Oh, Harold's Harold's pretty strong. Is he? He had a plus two to damage you. Yeah, I think I think Mike and Harold should pretend like they're still a part of Bregel's um, gang, and bring Ted and Lida up and say that I'm right. I'm with them. And let's just go with it from there. Because I don't think yeah, we can we're, logistically... This is going to be bad. We're going to end up having to icy wander our way out of this. But we're Fine. just going to go with it. All right. Okay. So I, I, I'm, I've i I've lost the thread. I don't... I, let me let me be calling, guys. I'm in the lead. Okay? Yeah. With the brass horn and the whip prominently displayed. Okay? Yeah. Um, and, uh, and I take David's symbol set and I put it on my chest. 
Okay. okay. Since I'm the first one they see. Yep. One sec, David. And then we have Lida and Yost looking like they're tied up, but okay. just like loosely. Okay. Got it. Got it. Yep. Harold is dragging the black iron spear up from behind. Uh-huh. Okay. And we have David in the middle between the two of them type thing, also looking like a guard. And I will walk ahead of them and be calling up the stairs and be like, God's damned alarm. I, I forgot the password. Um, praise set. <laughs> all glory to the Guild of Service. <laughs> I'm Bertold's friend. He forgot to tell me the damn password. What a way to run the business. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Very unprofessional. Okay. <laughs> I love that. Okay. And yeah, just John, just to clarify, I think it's clear, but Harold, me, and Mike are the slavers in this cosplay. Gotcha. Yeah. All yeah. three of us. Okay. Understood. All right. Okay. So you start to march up the stairs. Um, so the stairs uh, go on for, let's see, one, two, three, four. So for 40 feet worth of stairs, including the one that you've already drawn, uh, Ted. Um, before it uh, debouches into a, another uh, chamber. Um, this chamber is uh, uh, the same size as the chamber that you just left. However, there are egresses out of it. So only I, I would just sort of sketch out briefly the dimensions, Ted, before. But I've got other stuff to explain at, at the moment because um, there's a lot of shit going on here. So there, uh, what you're seeing basically is there are men that are filing out of the uh, of a northern passageway that leads out of that room. They're coming down the stairs quickly, and they have their weapons at the ready um, as they are coming down, and they are scanning. So they immediately see you as um, they emerge from the north, and you're emerging from the south into this room. Understand? Um, yep. Uh, and they look very, they look surprised, very displeased, and intent on violence as, um, as uh, they enter the room. They, in the room itself, however, you could see that on the western side, uh, there is a section on the um, on the western wall that sort of continues to the west, but it's broken um, and and shut off by like a, you know by uh, by uh, a natural rock. Um, and in that section of wall, there have been erected two frames, and hanging on those frames are the uh, bodies of two bloodied people. Um, there are four torchlights that illuminate uh, the area, by the way. Uh, so I, I should probably should have telegraphed that before that there was light coming up ahead. Um, there appears to be a, a, a doughty Wiscan uh, warrior of sorts that is hung on one frame and definitely an Arkantian uh, slimmer, uh, uh, much slimmer male that is also hanging on the frame. Um, the Wiscan looks in much better shape than the Arkantian. Um, and particularly the reason that you observe this is that the Arkantian has had both of his hands amputated and no uh, treatment has been applied to them. They are uh, gross and leaking blood and look uh, severely infected. And his head is just lolling in like a delirious state of pain. Um, and it smells horrible in here. Um, and uh, you can see that he's just sort of like whispering under his breath, doesn't seem to be aware of anything, uh, just in a completely delirious state. On the eastern side of the room, there is a large barrel. Um, and you can see the poking out of that barrel are a ton of torches. 
And there is also a big barrel of pitch, judging by the stains as well. So if you want your torches, there you go. Um, let's see. Okay. In addition, you see that there uh, on the eastern wall, on the northern part of it, there is a corridor that continues in that direction to the east for 10 feet before ending in a door. Um, Wait, the eastern corridor? Eastern wall, yeah. Eastern wall on the northern part, there is a corridor that goes for 10 feet before ending in a door. However, you see that there are approximately 10, a mix of 10 men and women all wearing leather armor, carrying spears and clubs and looking very similar to the men that you had left behind previously come barreling into the room. Okay. And what's, yeah, go ahead. I, I hold up my hand. I say the phrase again, which Reggie would surely remember, but Mike will never remember. All glory to set in the guild of service. I say all glory to set and all honor to the, all honor. No, 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 no. All glory to set in the guild of service. I'm so nervous after the article. All glory to set and the guild of service. (laughs) Hale and well met. My name is Gorand Blackhood. My buddy. No, I'm not giving him my real name, jackass. My buddy Bertold down there um, recruited me down in the blue pillar room. Uh, and he sent me with this with this chattel for the guild. Um, I'm sorry, I am new at this, but I'm very eager to learn. Uh, I've got the leather armor, John. I've got the symbol of set. I've got like the whip and the horn. Um, they also told me to tell you that they were out of water at their at their watch post down there. Okay, so you see, like the leader um, is sort of like a dirty blonde haired guy with like a broken nose, um, and he like he holds up one hand to like cut you off. Um, and he just cut, sort of glares at you and, uh, you, he see sort of like nods to his men as they sort of, sort of filter out into the room a little bit. Right. And they, uh, and he, he just looks at me. He's, you don't look the type you blather and you blather. All I see is a short man waiting to be put into chains. We've heard all the excuses. We've heard all the lies. Everyone in the long stare always has a story where they're not meant to be here. But we like it when you show up like this. It makes it for easy pickings. Go wandering on the stair. You obviously didn't get the right advice from the people up top. All glory. Yes. I, one thing I do like is a person who raises their hand before speaking. Hmm. John, I'm going to wait until they've all filtered into the room for an obvious reason. <laughs> and? And I'm going to look at my buddies. Yeah. It's and am I going to get a, a look of acknowledgement? Yep, do it. Do you guys want to like, like, is it fair to say that prior to this, we were like, if I give you the look, lay flat yes. on the fucking ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> I want you to fucking hit the ground and I'm just going to go, you know what I mean? Like as hard as I can. Okay. But once all ten are like there, I want them to be in the room. And let's let's say I intentionally put picked a corner of the room so that I was shooting into it. Right? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. With my position. Okay. So uh, yeah. All right. So they obviously do not fall for your ruse at all. Okay. Um, and then it was uh, a pretty good ruse. I'm sorry. It was a great. I think I did a great job. Hey, Mike. Yeah, that was good one. That was good one. I would have fetched a pretty penny. All right. So okay. I would. Uh, you have to People give me a moment while I roll a shitload of dice. Here we go. 
Okay. No worries. Uh, let's say fail. 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 Ooh. Make. Ooh. Uh, let's see. When, hold on. Uh, uh, you guys count the number of rolls I make. That, that I'm doing, I'm doing that, uh, this hand is fails, this hand is, is no, I, is, I got the successes and fails. You just count oh, the number okay. of rolls that I made. I'm going to roll, okay. I need to roll 10, so stop, stop me when I roll my 10th. Okay, okay, all right. Uh, that's a success, that's a fail, that's a fail, that's a fail, that's a fail. Nine fail. Make okay. Ten. All right, roll sixty-six, please. Use a hero point. Baby. No whim, baby. Use a hero point, y'all. If ever I would just pray to not roll a one on a d six, this would be the oh, deck. You know what I mean? Come on, dude. Not bad. Seventeen. Seventeen. 17. Okay. He took out Bertold with 18, so that's pretty good. All right. So uh, 17, so that would be 8. Yeah, okay. Uh, da, da, da. So that would be 8, 8, 8. Got it. All right. So you let loose with the wand, um, and it just basically coats the entire northern wall, which is all of them. They, uh, they scream in pain, which is quickly cut short as you just hear like thousands of ice shards it's like like it's everything explodes outwards and everyone's sort of pelted with the remains of like um much more than half of these guards as uh seven of them just burst into uh icy remnants the other um the other three that remain are uh looking pretty darn rough as they are like coated with frostbite and looking really awful as they try to like oh as they try to uh, bring their weapons to bear um, uh, it's time for the Yost with the most to bring the pain. Okay, uh, roll, be... roll for initiative. Uh, no one is in melee, so no spells either. Okay. So yes, roll for initiative, please. Let's make this quick because we are out of time. All right, I'll, I'll roll. I roll six. Oh. I roll a four. A four, okay. They are going to attempt to... Um, let's see. What they're going to do first, actually, is they are going to roll for morale. <laughs> ooh, ooh. and they make it yeah um so they are going to stay and then uh, they are going to um all three of them are going to move against rin for obvious reasons Goodbye, yeah, guys. <laughs> what what is your um ac 16 16 okay let me just aren't you glad you kept that armor on Yes, I very much am. Wait, wait, it's it's a it's plus one. It's banded male plus one. Does it mean it's seventeen? No, it's sixteen because it's fifteen plus one. I don't know, David. What does it say on your character sheet? Shit. Well, I have sixteen, but it just occurred to me. I don't know. I don't 16. know what that's for. Okay. Banded male is. I think it's fifteen. It's not in here. It's not, it's not like late. Yeah, shield. If, if your AC includes a shield, it does not count because you would have. Your... It's not. It does okay. not. It's just sixteen from there. Uh, sixteen then. Okay. Yes. All right, here we go. We have three attacking you at once, um, all with spears. It's what is it? Sixteen. Sixteen misses. Hit. Fuck. What was that? What was that last one? It's cocked. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, so two two hit you. All right, here we go. So you're gonna take. 
<laughs> You're gonna take uh, twelve points of damage. All right. So they they are they're like oh they stumble forward and they um and they are managed to dodge past the rest of you and uh uh, uh they're like kill the spellcaster um and they uh they, they impale you on either side and they kind of hoist Rin up into the air like Aah! um and then the, they he slides off um that was them your turn all right you get him grab his spear from Harold and stab the closest guy okay. Oh, but I rolled a one. Not going to do it. Lame. Okay, it's up to you, Breggy. Okay, their AC, their AC is um, uh, 12. Yeah, I definitely missed. They, they have shields just in case you want to use certain weapons or something like that. Okay, uh, I'm just going to attack with my sword and shield. There you I go. Um, I hit one, John. So uh, whichever one is like impaling... Um, what's his name? I don't know if it matters or not. Uh, and I will do ooh, one point of damage. Okay, that is not going to do it. It could be close. Nope. You know. um, don't forget Harold, uh, the other guy. Harold. 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 You want uh, to yes, Harold can't Give me a second, though. I'm just checking a thing. Um, yeah, Harold. Uh, Harold um, will... Oh, shit. No, no, I would say... Yeah, he'll jump there. forward. He's got... Uh, okay, so let's see. Harold, go. Harold hits. Yeah. Right on, Harold. Um, and Harold's going to do a D6 plus two with that mace. He's going to do three. He'll do it in the same one that Breggy hit. Um, but that guy is still up, though. These guys are not pushovers, except in front of a one of cold. Anyone else? That'll do it, right? That's it. That's the party. Okay. Um, everyone is in melee. Does, it, does anyone want to do melee movement? No. Fight. 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 Okay. Um, Let's see. The one that is the one that is well, the one that is heavily wounded is going to attempt to do a fighting withdrawal. The other two are not. Roll for initiative. I got a six. Come on, come on. Two double six and I got I got a two. We need to go okay, yeah. All right. Um I think what I'm gonna do for the death door thing is at the top of the round, regardless of who wins initiative, that's when death door stuff is going to happen. Yeah. Okay. So uh Ren, I need you to roll. You have a two and six chance of dying outright. Ah, Rin the second <laughs> has met <laughs> his end, unfortunately. Um, as That's he, the uh, third time I've rolled a one on Death's Door, by the way. Brutal. In a row. In it a row. That's wild. Pretty, pretty rough. All right. Uh, Rin, the echo of Rin, um, has, has expired, unfortunately. We shall not see his like, although maybe we will again. That's what I said about the first Rin, and we saw his like. <laughs> I don't like. think I could do three. We'll see. We'll see what I roll my stat block out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, RIP Rin. Now, top of the round, I won. Um, they're coming after you. The one guy is going to... Well, they're going to roll for morale again. Well... One guy they, just they left, killed. John. One dude just fled. He didn't flee. He did, oh, he's doing he did a fl- fight fighting withdrawal. withdrawal. Oh, fighting withdrawal, right. Yeah. Um. You know, they, I think they're bolstered by the fact that they just killed one of you. So they, uh, let's see. So they're going to move on. Um, we've got three against two, three, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. So one on each of you. Um, let's see. Let's do Breggy first. This will be the wounded one. What's your AC? Uh, it is 14. He misses you. The second one is going to go after Yost, who has an AC of 12, I believe, and misses Yost. Yeah. And then Harold. Who's wearing scale mail has an AC of 15. Yes. And 
I think he missed. They all missed. Okay. Well done. It's your turn. Hey, John, can I ask one question? Sorry mm. to go back. Just to make sure that that dwarf, that belt of possibly dwarven kind didn't give me an AC bonus that I didn't know about until combat. It gave you a plus one to con, bud. I know, I know. But I, I was just making sure there wasn't something I discovered that we would have forgotten in combat. Okay. No, no, fair enough. So, for this, but no, yeah. John, I hit an AC 15. Uh, AC 15 is a hit. They have an AC of, um, of 12. Oh, um, I do um, four, three, four, five, six points. Six points. Six Don't points. Humans. Yeah, I did. I added that in. Okay. Six points. Um, that uh, that was a mighty blow, and that guy is not feeling good at all. But he does not drop. Balls. Breggy. All or right. Anybody. Breggy. Uh, and nope, that's going to be a miss. Is it even with the twelve AC? Yeah, but I don't have any bonuses. Okay, uh, Rin, why don't you, uh, David? Why don't you roll for Harold? So um, Harold has a uh, has a plus two to attack. Love it. I will do it. If I can find a d twenty. Hold on. Boop boop. Oh, clear. That is a. Oh, it was almost a nineteen. That's an eleven. An eleven That's is just happen. a miss. So you're not able to find purchase. Unfortunately, he bats away your mace. Um, that was the end of the round, correct? Um, yeah. Any, uh, so the one, um, he's going to move back up the stairs and he's yelling the entire way up the stairs. Uh, all right. There are the, so there are two of you now who are in melee. Breggy, Breggy, you are not in melee. So Harold or Yost, do you want to declare melee movement? Yost will stand and fight. Breggy, go kill that other guy. Harold, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and go get the other guy. Harold, do you want to move in melee? I'm asking you. Oh, David. sorry, I'm playing Harold. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, no, I'm gonna stand and fight. Right? I mean, okay, cool. I'm, it's desperate. Roll d6. I roll a six again. I'm killing it with initiative. Yeah. Oh, you, you match me. Roll again. Four. I win again. Oh, no. I okay. think John secretly has like a tilt the table button on the other side of this dice roller. Yeah, <laughs> All right. And every time like, we act like real assholes, he's like, "Well, you're going to learn from this." Breggy, because you're because you're a little bit slow on the uptake, unfortunately. Um, that uh, that one that you're trying to chase, like he's like long gone now. All right, long gone. John, if I see that he's long gone, can I default to attacking one of the other guys? Yeah, when it's your turn. Um, I mean, uh, Yost, you chase um, him down. You, he can't get away from you forever. Uh, he can, dude. I am not chasing him up an unknown stairwell where there's like an arm, lo- like a room full of stormtroopers. Okay, so Yost, you're getting attacked. All right. Uh, he just misses you, just barely. All um, right. And the one against Harold misses. All right, I'm not doing too well with the attack rolls, which is good for you guys. All right, uh, your turn. I strike I one with a twenty-one. That's a hit. And I do, um, uh, see, four plus nine, ten points of damage. Okay, you you jam the end, the business end of your spear into his neck, and he coughs up his life's blood, mingling with Rin's. All right, there's only one left, and it's uh, facing Harold. It's likely that he will break and run because he knows that the gig is. Wait, I have cleave, John. Can I cleave? Oh, yes, you can. Yes, you can. I would like to cleave a dude. Do it. So what's the rule for cleave with you? Okay, I've never attack, heard of it attack again. Attack. I hit. Okay. Oh, Yost is an engine of destruction. 
many Yours. points of damage. Like, I do like 14 points of damage. Okay, it looks like that guy was about to break and run because he sees his companions running away or dropping, and but you just end him as he sort of tries to break away from Harold. Um, you just jam the spear right up in his, uh, uh, the, his lower... Uh, uh, his crack. Right in his lower crack. Uh, I was going to come up with a name for the lower vertebrae, and I can't remember what it is. It starts with an S, but um, it's it's done. He's ended, gone. Sacral or something like that. Sacral, sacral vertebrae. Is that what they're called or something? Yeah. Um, I lumbar death him. Yes, you lumbar death him. And then um, I sing in Corkin the victory song of my tribe. Okay, so you have uh, we you so we're going to end the session with the bodies around you, including Rins around you. Harold is breathing heavy as he's holding still his his wound from Yos earlier. Yos is feeling fantastic. <laughs> Um, and, uh, <laughs> uh, but you do have one that has escaped and you can hear like far off the distance. You can hear intruders on the stairs, intruders on the long stair, two arms, two arms. Um, and we will leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> the long, the long stair is no joke. Can I, uh, change my class to wizard like right now? And then... <laughs> uh, no, Maybe but a person would have been useful. David. David, I don't care what you roll for your next character, like what stats you roll. You are playing a goddamn wizard that can use a goddamn wand. That's it. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I know. Was <laughs> that was a, that was supposed. Well, we'll go into it later. But anyways, um, that was a great, great play. You guys d did awesome. A lot of like really cool, fun ideas. But you guys got yourselves into some deep shit. So we'll let everyone else determine whether or not you acted smartly or not with your decision making this time or around. No. I'm sure people have yeah. lots to say. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. <laughs> um, can I can I suggest a community poll for this week on which team is in the deepest shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like... This all could have been avoided if you had let me switch to the A team, Ted. <laughs> but you wanted to keep going. All right, so this was a C team only episode. I hope you've uh, enjoyed episode fifty two. We just want to uh, let everyone know that this will be the last episode of twenty twenty three. We are out for the holidays. We've got uh, stuff we need to do, and we will be in trouble with certain other people if we don't do that stuff for the next couple of weeks. As I'm sure most of you are also in the same boat. So that's it for three D six down the line for the year. I was going to say the year of our Lord, but screw that. The year twenty twenty three. Um, and we will pick it up in January in 2024. Thank you all for your continued support. Please don't forget to like and subscribe. Join the Patreon. Join the Patreon if you can, and don't forget to check out our public, our published work, feats of exploration as well. Um, and I think that'll do it. So names. you got to read the names. names oh names. yes, our conquerors. Yes, thank you for reminding me. I was almost forgot again, um, and I shouldn't because. The Conquerors are the best of us, truly. Thank you so much for your continued support. For these people, Ship Schultz, Terry Barney, Eric Lawson, Mando NZ, Faisal, James Doig, Robert Valdez, Eric Lawson, Grunt, Andrew Schroker, M.M., Michael Schilling, Stefano DiMaiolo, Will Davies, Summon Toast, Adam the DM, Jib Cutter, Scott Yearsley, Mech Jack, and Dyer Gru. Thank you so much for your continued support. And we will uh, see you next year, everybody. Take care. Bye now. Thanks, John. Thanks, Thanks John. John.